0: I ain't never been the loudest in the room, the higher the volume, the more imminent the doom. Don't play yourself kid, play the system. The US government, the largest walking contradiction, listen, if you want to see impossible, then look at me. My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets. If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten-toed solid on the same soil that my grandfathers was walking. Know oh, your yeah, history. Tata Pine Lautiwa. Welcome friend to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And and true. And Let's go hear them. See, if you can't spatially expand my horizons, then that leaves you in a class with scrubs, never rising. I don't find it surprising if you don't have the G's to please me and bounce from here to the coast of overseas. So let me give you something to think about inundate your mind with intentions to turn you out. Can't forget to focus on the picture in front as me. You as clear as DVD on digital TV screens. Dang, dang. Satisfy my appetite with something spectacular and check your vernacular. And then okay. I get back to you with well, okay. diamond like precision. Insatiable is what I envision. Can't detect that position from your friend's expedition. Mr. Big Willy, if you really want to know, ex Chile, could I be a silly hoe? Not really T and all my senoritas stepping on your feet, lies. But you don't hear me though. No, okay, I don't want no scrubs. Every
1: time you hear my voice is coming, I'm thinking, okay, like I didn't think you would know they literally like half the song, but yes, yeah, so that's a whole
0: vibe. Oh my gosh, that was all my spirit. That was all my spirit. I was like oh listening my. to No Scrubs earlier today, and I was like, oh my gosh, this version is the one.
1: And I got the reference, it's funny because one of my friends messages a messaged me the other day, and she was like. Basically, like, you don't really get Kellen's references all the time, but it's so entertaining to listen to. Like, oh my oh, god, he's entertained. That's the only important part. So. Right.
0: Uh, that's <laughs> but hilarious. I am one <laughs> I'm getting called out with the heck. It
1: takes me a minute. Takes me a little minute to figure it out. But
0: right? I well, I out. told you I don't always catch all your Martin references, which, you know, those were tough at the top of uh, you know, in the early <laughs> episodes. Uh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, hello.
1: Hello. Stranger?
0: Seriously, at this point, there's a stranger in my house. No, I, know.
1: I missed me some Kellen. It's been a Yo. few a few, few weeks since we did our did our thing.
0: Literal few weeks. It's uh, been yes. nearly a month when you do the actual calculation.
1: Yeah. which is kind of crazy. All good blessings. All good all vibes. All good blessings. All yeah. Good vibes. and what's crazy
0: is that we've been like literally stacked with a lot of dope things going on and Mm -hmm. that's you know a lot of the reason that's kept us away from like coming together to record a lot of
1: excellence has been going on between the both of us so all good
0: things (laughs) seriously well in that spirit like how the heck are you doing because you i know you've been traveling like crazy. How me go with
1: you first? <laughs> you mean? Okay. <laughs> I need to gather the past few weeks because I still feel like my mind's going you know I feel like I'm yeah. not settled yet so I need a minute to settle so how about oh, I, I hear it. at least a little bit of yours first and then we'll go ahead and jump into mine. <laughs> yeah
0: well I mean I guess I'm still on the train I the the, the train of momentum I mm-hmm. just pulled into town I'm back in Spokane now I was down in Lapway for... I'm just looking around my room and I see things have changed, which means that someone was in here while I was gone the last <laughs> couple of days. Those I know. Spirits, I'm telling you, the one right. in the last episode I'm like, wait a second, die. where did this stuff come from? It's uh, <laughs> well, it probably just gifts. my mom. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Next thing you know, the stick engines are leaving me gifts in my own room. What the heck? No, I'm playing. Uh, yeah, no, literally just getting into town back in Spokane. I was down on Lapway for the last few days mm-hmm. uh, and so... Just like you. (laughs) I feel a little ungathered for the moment. Yet, uh, you know, just, again, riding the train, riding the momentum, riding the wave. Uh, So, yeah, in a very short sense, I'm doing well.
1: (laughs) Good, good, good. Yeah, Yeah, a little traveled out. Same, same. So, let me just mentally collect. I guess where I am currently. Okay. (laughs) I am back in... I'm back home. Well, not home, home, but DC area. I was okay. just in Santa Fe, New Mexico this last weekend. So I just yes. got back. What's today? Wednesday. Sure so enough. just got back a couple of days ago. Um, and ever since I kind of got back, I had to jump on the ball because while I was in Santa Fe, I like oversold, which is a good thing. Oh, like, I, like as soon as okay, I got there, they're like, hey. And that's the thing with the Indian market, like you can't, that's where it's risky. That's where it's the gamble. When you go up to, to an item that you see that you like a piece of art uh-huh. and it doesn't matter what time you get there. It starts at eight, you're there at 745 and you're like, I'm just going to do a quick scope, a quick sweep. Yeah. And if, you know, if my, the spirits say to come back and get this and I'm going to get it, you know, but you can't, you know, you can't do that. So it's like even though you might have your heart set on a, a piece of artwork and you think you can come back it's gonna, and it's going to be there, it might not. And oh so I had some customers who say, oh, did this sell? I came back to get this. And I'm like, it did not. But then you got to wear, you know, put on that business salesman hat. You know what? I got you. You know, yeah. you want yeah. this? I got it. You know what I mean? And so um, I had to basically, as soon as I landed, I had to get out a couple more orders from previous and I guess, present orders and so basically to sum all that up um got back monday had to immediately jump on an order had to immediately jump on another order the next day um and now it's wednesday i'm going back out of town tomorrow so it's like i have not really (laughs) settled i feel like my mind's still in go-go mode but it's okay it's good it's a i always say it's a blessing to be busy um so it's been going it's been going really good and it's still going, I, but it's going, <laughs> you know, it's going I again. wonder what's in the air
0: right now, because literally yes. you leave on Thursday. I leave on Friday. I I just got home within the last 22 minutes. I'll yeah. be here for a little bit over 38 hours. And nice. then it's like back on the road.
1: Yeah. And that's okay. You know, that's a good thing because it's like when you're sitting at home, you don't really have anything going on. You wish you have something going on. And then it's that much more rewarding when you come home and can chill. You know what I mean? So,
0: yes. um,
1: all good vibes all good things if only you could see my space in my environment around me they say you're a product chaos? of your environment right okay so, okay <laughs> chaos is a great word i'm a little chaotic right now but uh, <laughs> bees are everywhere suitcases that are half full half overflowing are everywhere yes. um, no type of food in the fridge, like <laughs> <laughs> yes. everything's to take out, Uber Eats or whatever. Um, but it's all good vibes. All good yes.
0: vibes. <laughs> Beadwork by McChaos, that's what it sounds yes. like.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe you hopped on orders directly after coming back after Art Market.
1: I hopped on orders at Art Market. So <laughs> basically that first Saturday, I sold out of nearly everything. Like as soon as I wow. set up, people were coming to my table and I'm like, give me five minutes. Like, And it's cute because I, I had fans. I didn't realize I had fans. <laughs> like yeah. This, this older soy Apple guy comes up. You would think he would know nothing about me. Comes up. Hey, I saw that you're gonna be here. I found you. I'm so excited to see you. And I'm like, I just got here. It's like eight o'clock. We're supposed to start at eight o'clock. And it's already like so many people flooded at all these booths before eight o'clock, obviously. And I'm like, just give me five minutes and I'm gonna be set up. (laughs) So he's like, okay thirty minutes, I already got a group of people at my table and so wow. like, yeah, so I sold out pretty I sold out of a lot within just a couple hours. I was like, Well, I better start beating. So I literally was sitting at my booth beating, pumping out stuff, um, putting on the table. And oh um, Saturday night I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna have to pull it all nighter. I mean that's just what it is, you know? Wow. And so thankfully okay. I didn't do that. I like I was so exhausted from Saturday. And then my little sister killed it at her fashion show. show, So that was something we kind of had to, you know, wait for too. So by the time I got back to the hotel, I was just like, I'm going to get what I can done, but I'm not going to mentally drain myself. You know, you you know, and I, and I always go by kind of this idea where it's like, you're like, I think I brought it up in a past episode. You're not doing your best unless you are your best. And Mm. so it's like, I went, I went as far as I could. And I'm like, you know, it would all work out the way it needs to work out. You know, period. Yeah. You know, everything yeah. happens the way it's supposed to. You can't for you're not in that much of in control. Yes. You know, and so yes. I didn't pull the all nighter, but I got done what I could. Sunday and it was crazy. Sunday was my best day because I networked with so many people. I got people who wanted to work with me. And so
2: Oh, of course. Um, where,
1: where did this even all start off? Anyway, but yeah, so basically that's kind of, a, oh, the orders. Yeah, so I was beating okay. at my table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People were coming up, we're like, hey, are you working on that? I want this. So I'm like, okay, so that's why I'm saying I was beating throughout the entire weekend wow. and then beating when I got home. And it's great, you know, it's something I love to do so I don't mind it. It doesn't feel like like work yeah. and I don't ever want to lose that because I love what I do. I mean, that's everyone's goal, right? So mm-hmm. find something you love to do and it doesn't feel like work you know yes and so, yes i love what i do but i make sure i don't exhaust myself either because i want to continue to be in love with what i do so um very very busy from during before for sure before <laughs> during and after um, <laughs> But not there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're like not a single time where I'm not busy. The entire yes, thing is just yes. busy.
1: And it's wow. Them, it's like I try to engage with as much many people as possible. So I try to be as attentive as I can on my phone. But it was very more it was more important for me to be attentive there and make sure, you know, you know, I'm pleasing, pleasing the people because it's just, it's an honor that somebody wants my work. You know, yes. like, that's a huge honor. And I'm extremely yes. so much gratitude for that and just being able to be there. Was a great experience. So, um, so how yeah, does it, it work?
0: How, how like, w- can you run us through the weekend? Like, what does it even look like? I've never yeah. been, and this was your absolute first time. And right? you know, you got some Even attending, outs. right? Me? Like, so,
1: yes. Yeah. So, people came to my table and was Come like, Come on. Michaela, I follow you on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, hey. And they're like, And Kellen, I follow Kellen on Instagram. Ah. He was like, and they were like, I love his energy. His energy is amazing. And I'm like, yes Mm -hmm. i absolutely adore kellen i'm so glad you're following him too so that was really nice and i had a couple people like hey kellen sent us over but of course they came over when like i had almost nothing on my table and i'm like well all i got is this but i'll be back tomorrow with some more (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah because i was gonna say i
0: did send some of my friends over i was like you have to go say hi to michaela please do
1: one guy came over and he was like, "Hey, Kellen sent us over." And then he's like, "I really like what you like." He clearly followed me because he was like, "I like what you're doing with shell and I like what you're doing with this." Yes. And then the guy goes, "Oh, this is her," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes,
0: <laughs> you better so, be her." Yeah. So it was nice.
1: It was really good. But yeah, so if you, it's so the whole Santa Fe Indian Market is an entire like experience. Yes. And it's okay. For the artists, you have the whole week, and so. Everything starts when for the most part i guess half the week kind of yeah i didn't yeah, it's realize
0: five days. oh my yeah, gosh so, that's so cool
1: so wednesday they do the best of show submission. So that's when you see ribbons on all of the artwork of the winners of the best of their category, the best best of the overall shows. There's so many different categories. And so you bring, you, you submit your best of show piece on Wednesday. And they okay. have to have the physical piece. Um, so I have a story about that as well. But, yes, so um, excited. It's not a good one. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm so excited. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so Just Wednesday's to the best
1: of show submission. Thursday is the silent auction so they take that best of show piece if you choose to and put it into a live auction
2: OK, Um.
1: so you name your price and then they'll start that bid there. And anything going upwards from there, you can also take a percentage of. And go then off. Friday, they have a worldwide market for your best of show piece. Um, they also have. Oh, and Wednesday, they have like an artist get together tour. You can market <gasps> with each other. Network. With oh, each my other. gosh. Um, they'll take professional photos of you to use for marketing purposes. Um, Friday, go, jumping back to Friday, Um. I want to say they have something. They have a couple of events as well, but it's all centered around your best of show kind of piece. Okay. And then Saturday is market. Um so from 8 to 5, you're out um in the plaza back-to-back booths booths with other artists. They okay. have performances, they have food, um, and it's like one huge artist almost block party, like indigenous yes. block party. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, how amazing. Like blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks of all types of artists. Like this is literally the hub for all the prestigious indigenous artists throughout the country so and you have to obviously apply and get chosen to be put into um and see you could be put into a best of show i think separately and then put it be put into the booth as well Um, i'm not sure all the specifics for that so don't quote me but i think there are there are like i say if you can't do market you can probably do best of show if you can't do best of show you are automatically can do market anyway i believe got it Um, okay but yeah so Saturday and Sunday that goes on there's also a fashion show on Sunday that they do every year very ritzy Um, and then they also have um, another fashion event that goes on I forgot what it's called but I think it's like selling I'm assuming it's selling like your the the designers works and then there's also um, they added another fashion show so they had two fashion shows on the weekend so Friday was a fashion show oh no So Friday? No, Saturday was a fashion show and Sunday was a fashion show. So, I mean, I can barely keep up, obviously, but they have like a whole week's worth of events. It's more than just the market on the weekend.
0: Wow. See, I didn't realize that all the the artist opportunities that you had at the top beforehand, Mm -hmm. that's so cool, especially even just like getting in the mix with other artists.
1: Yeah, that's the thing I was most excited about. Like, Obviously, there's the monetary gain, but I was very excited to just, I wanted to be Respected, I just wanted to be seen, you know, mm. as an artist. And it's like, I got to see it at the table. So I'm going to be there. Yes, you know what I mean? So, yes, That was kind of definitely important, more important to me and just to be in the mix. So
0: for sure. Good. And one that you earned. I mean, like you said, you had to absolutely apply to this, you know, mm-hmm. go through a whole process it's an uh,
1: experience but oh my god it was crazy so this is the story okay yeah the world the universe was not on my side getting oh, to this no. show oh okay. no whoever was praying on my downfall you got to try harder because your girl's a fighter. So first oh, of all, <laughs> I got a little sick and I was nervous. And obviously now this is not the time to be sick. You know, like you don't know yes. what it is as small or as big as it could be. And so sure enough.
0: and your mind races and your body reacts. Um, yeah, yeah, you go everywhere and so, with it
1: that kind of put my beating time on it. And obviously it's crunch time, right? You have to come, come with it for Santa Fe. You can't just do little knickknacks and little earrings here and little, (laughs) you know, ropes there. And it's like, you're really trying to show your artistry. And so I got a little sick and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And like, that kind of held up my process. Thankfully, it was early enough, kind of to where you know I stayed quarantined. I took all the precautions. I didn't want to put anyone else at risk, and I wasn't yeah. like dying, but it was like yeah. it still affected my time beating. And so that kind of held me up. And then my place flooded. So then there was <gasps> that. That was a oh my gosh. <laughs> so was this a hotel
0: or an Airbnb?
1: No, my my literally where I oh live, like where you where you live. This is all prior <gasps> to. Oh my gosh. Play. I thought you were talking literally about the- within a week before Santa Fe, all this stuff is going down. <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Then, oh no.
1: Yes. And then I was supposed to take a COVID test and uh-huh. they're like, literally 30 minutes before my test, it canceled. So I'm like, well, what, what do I do? You know? Yeah. And so like I said, I played it as safe as possible. I was like, okay, I don't have any more symptoms right now. I've been quarantined. Um, I feel fine. I just wanted that extra layer of, mm-hmm. you know, being sure. Yep. And so by the time and then on top of that, I was beating up an original best of show piece. And I'm like, I don't have time. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. All this stuff is really blocking me from crafting right now. OK, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, I had to put that aside and I put so much time into it. And I was like, I'm gonna have to stick with what I know. So I created a best of show piece literally hours before it needed to be submitted. And so normally you're just supposed to show up and bring your physical piece on Wednesday during your time slot. Well, I get an email the day before that morning. It was like, we need your best of show pieces by today. And so, Uh, first of all, I stopped my original piece because I knew it wasn't gonna be done on time. So I didn't have another piece to do. So I whipped up a medallion within a few hours.
2: What? Submitted
1: it, yep. Submitted it online. This is something new they're doing, so I'm like, of all years, of course you would do it right <laughs> now. On top of that, I lo- I ran out of beads for the original Best <gasps> of Show piece, so uh, that's why I had to jump on the next one as well. So my mom, like, overnighted me some beads, but it still yeah. wasn't, you know, in enough time, so I whipped up the medallion, submitted it. Literally, and I didn't know if it was going to be ready, so I didn't want to mm-hmm. buy my airline ticket. Buy my airline ticket hours before the flight left because I had to so I had to finish the best of showpiece. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm getting my ticket immediately as soon as this piece is done. So then yeah. that way I know I, I got a piece done and I can bring it on Wednesday.
0: Otherwise yeah, I mean, yeah. you
1: don't have to be there until Saturday. And so oh, okay. I got the piece done, I get online, look at the tickets. So there's one ticket left that got me there in time to Albuquerque. Oh <laughs> got my, my ticket, get on the plane, get there, whatever, and then Um, right at my layover the flight before Albuquerque I um, and this is such a stupid mistake on my part because I fly so much I'm like I'm really hungry I didn't sleep the night before I need to grab something to eat grab some food I'm like oh I got time to sit down and eat it and I'm right by my gate I'm like oh okay leave in about five minutes let me throw you know get my garbage in the garbage and go walk to Mm -hmm. my thing walk to my gate get to my gate plane sitting there lady comes in and says you can't come in oh no. she says it's full i'm like the plane's right there literally 20 feet in front of me yeah i need to get to albuquerque <laughs> <laughs> so she puts me on the next flight on standby standby of course that's real risky i didn't even expect to get on that
0: yeah and if your plane's already full it's not like a good you know it's
1: yeah, almost um, yeah. kind of foreboding so, for
0: like standby on the next flight you know anyways exactly. continue
1: <laughs> so then I was like okay well I didn't get on the standby flight that was obvious and so, and so then I um get on a guarantee the next flight so I'm like cool that flight will still get me there in time to drop off my best showpiece
0: Okay. All of a
1: sudden, this random storm comes (laughs) with lightning, and my flight is delayed for a couple hours, and I did not get there on time. Uh. Get there, call, what can I do to get my show piece in there? It's ready, it's good, I submitted you a picture, the whole application, everything, you guys see that it's there, that it's ready, I just can't physically get it to you. And so then... I don't get a response back until Thursday, and uh, they're like, "I'm sorry, it is too late." They were super nice, but she's—they were like, "You can still show up to market, of course." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I'm just at the hotel beating for like three days, okay. and by the end of the week, you know, I felt completely normal, completely okay. I'm like, "Cool," like I'm not too worried. I was good this whole week anyway. I just wanted to be sure, but I can't get and t- I can't get into a test, and so um, I felt completely fine, which is great. I was just worried about my family more than anything. Yeah. Um, but I felt great, and thankfully I was good to go by Saturday, um, which I wasn't worried because I was good to go. Like I said, that whole week, and so, so yeah, it was a struggle getting to. And I was like, I don't know who's praying on my downfall, but <laughs> like, whoever just needs to chill out. For real? <laughs> this is the biggest opportunity in my career, and you guys. Are- <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I said, and that was the thing. I was like, I, it was just seemed like obstacle after obstacle, and it's like. Through all of that Even being in Like in it And even my flight Sitting there While my flight is delayed Or whatever all While all this stuff Is happening It's like I would rather Be where I am right now Because I can say That I tried You know I tried mm-hmm. to get here You know mm-hmm. And it's not like I just gave up You know yeah. And so yeah. It went amazing And then Sunday Like I said That was my best day the the um the judge who's in charge of judging comes to my table and says i seen you submitted this piece online i just walked half the market trying to find your piece for hours she said i absolutely love your piece next year if you come in if you're here next year do not she literally gave me her phone number and said text me whether you're here or not we're still getting your piece submitted you can't you know the way basically with how the universe works and yeah being flight delayed so and then I also brought the original piece that I was working on for best of show not the one I submitted someone seen it loved it and they want to collab in the future so like just the way the universe worked out for me because I fought so hard to get there yeah and you know it it really is a blessing and it seemed unreal the way everything worked out, you know, so, um, it was a struggle to get there but I got there, you know, I pulled up to my seat at the table and I was seen. So, that was all I wanted and, um, it went really, really good. Really, really good. (laughs) Oh my gosh,
0: wow, what a tale.
1: Yes, yes. And it was crazy because I felt like I was so numb the whole week I'm like, some whatever happens, like, if I like, broke my foot i would not even be angry at that point because i'm just like what can happen next like exactly so um but it worked out the way it needed to and i'm extremely extremely blessed that it did and i'm making all the connections that i have made and you know i just kind of was like well this is my year of just you know getting my feet wet understanding how the event Mm -hmm. works and next year i know what to expect and I can um come back and kill it. So yes. fingers crossed, if I'm blessed enough to get in next year, you know, I'm not taking no taking no shorts. I'm going in there and um Doing my thing. So. yeah, so
0: I love that talk already. Next <laughs> yes. year, you know, yes. I'm like, Speaking that's into dope. Existence. Exactly. But great. The
1: only thing that I did miss, obviously, was the best of show. That was the only mm-hmm. thing. Um, but the competition was already really strong anyway. Um, but it also gave me a, an idea of what's being submitted and what I'm kind of, you know, what is my friendly competition, you know? Mm. And, um, like I said, it's I was studying this year, studying the game. So then that way next year I know what to do to come back bigger and better. So, um, but it definitely it w- it w- it was great. It definitely was an experience. Like I said, like market went amazing. The only okay. thing is I couldn't submit that piece, which was completely okay. Market's kind of the highlight of it all, anyway. So yeah, um, really really good.
0: Is best to show for like any artist. It doesn't matter what discipline or
1: yeah. So it's it's all they have multiple categories so that's where they get okay. the award so you have the best of show which beats it's the best piece of art throughout present the, for all of the art. yeah which, okay. whatever everything that's submitted no matter you're if you're a painter photographer sculptor beater quill worker they all submit a piece every art, artist i think there was over 200 artists if not two to five hundred can't remember and um, they all submit a piece and if you get best of show that means you beat out every single artist wow (laughs) if you get your best of your category then um, that means you obviously get the best of all the painters you get the best of all the beaters so you can get multiple ribbons um, multiple awards all of that stuff Um, but yeah so that you submit a piece so that way you can be judged for all of their different categories
0: okay dang that's so crazy (laughs) well it's crazy just to think of like your piece whatever that is you know going Mm -hmm. up against all these other different expressions of different artists
1: i didn't think i was gonna win and well i mean who knows but who knows you know um like i said i just wanted to be seen and have my name in the mix of all of those artists that's it i just wanted my piece you know to have a seat at the table like i just really just wanted It just, it felt good to be, just to be there. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to win. I may not win. Like I'm going up against every indigenous, amazing indigenous artist right now. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I don't care if I lose. I just want my pieces to be seen. Um, But they still were anyway. And then I didn't even expect this. Like on Saturday, I'm driving in. And they have me in the magazine that everybody has. Come like, on, pops up and I'm like, oh, I didn't even expect this. And yes, up, just and like, yeah, just
0: casually flipping through the pages, and next thing you know, <laughs> and
1: I, was, and I was. like, oh, that's me. So, yes. <laughs> so everything worked out the way it needs to. I always say, as long as I'm working the best that I can, you know, God will take care of the rest. And, oh, so nice. It came through, or whatever you believe in, Creator. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's it, that's literally how how it went. Um so and if, if if this was me maybe 3 or 4 years ago four uh-huh. or 5 years ago I'd be stressing myself out I would be pulling all nighters I wouldn't be eating the way I need to um and who knows if that would have been my, I, my outcome because then i wouldn't be good enough to speak to people i wouldn't be good enough mm, you know yeah no, who knows what could happen i could have passed out or whatever so it's like i really mean it when it's like no matter what situation that you're in you're not doing your best unless you're your best you yeah know, and everything will work out the way it needs to but you have, enough, have to have enough trust in yourself you know
0: yes so,
1: worked out good yeah <laughs> so oh my gosh it was one for the books it was great and but like i said next year can only be i'm going so much harder, like and starting, and that was the other thing I didn't know if we were even gonna have Indian market because covid's been very, everything's very up in the air, yeah. yeah, so I can at least start today, you know or start yeah. and just start you know doing one piece a month or whatever it is, just being ready, so but I mean I was ready don't get me wrong I just, yeah. I just know I can go so much harder but your girl went exactly. to some obstacles she had a whole track race <laughs> yeah. at the Olympics
0: I I'm swear. saying I was like that's like sounds like an American Ninja Warrior like it was does the lot. level of, <laughs> of challenges in like front of you you
2: gotta
0: <laughs> be kidding me oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, that's what crazy. Well, yeah. you had more than a seat at the table, clearly, because people are coming up and being like, I was looking for you. That's yes, so cool I to hear.
1: surprised. And I feel What were your conversations this? like? It was, oh, I mean, it's, like no, 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 it. I'm just saying it was. it's funny because people come up to me and know me, but I have no idea who they are and mm-hmm. I want to know them. So it's like, you just immediately have to put on that face because you don't want them to feel like. You know, she's nothing of what I expected. She's very uh, standoffish yeah. or whatever. So I try to act, I not act, well, kind of. I try to, well, not act. I try to be as relatable as possible and just mm-hmm. stimulate some amazing conversation because when it comes down to it, business, you're not in the you know, money business or the sales business. It's the people's business, you know? And so I try to just be a people person and, you know, and let them kind of control the conversation. And, you know, I'm just sit back and listen and be honored enough that, you know, that they know me. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the conversations that I had. Some people came up and just were super excited. I follow you on Instagram or um, I seen you in the magazine. I wanted to find you or I had my customers come back and say, I got like 10 or 15 compliments on this piece. I've been sending everyone your way. Like, yes. It was just, it was so overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly amazing just to know that, you know, I'm leaving my mark on the world and, you yes. know, in the little ways that I can. So, um, went really, really, really good. And I, like I said, it's I'm really just grateful. Like, I'm um, yeah. just mounds of gratitude. So, it went really good.
0: That's so awesome. Well, I was literally down, like I said, in Lapway uh, just this past few days. And, uh, I went into one of the tribal offices and I was like, oh, excuse me, beadwork by Michaela earrings that were on the other side of the desk. Uh, And the person was like, oh my gosh, this is my first day wearing them. I just Uh, got them for my birthday. Uh, And I was like, oh yeah, I I recognize that beadwork. That is Michaela Thompson. (laughs) Uh, And she was so happy to be wearing them. And Uh, like I said, she literally, it was her first day wearing them. And yeah, it was like top of the morning. I was like, oh my gosh, just seeing uh, Michaela stuff out left and right and so, you yeah. are. You're out there changing the world. You're out there adding to people's One days.
1: One day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the right. thing. It's like, and I had someone come up and was like, hey, we want to work with you or we want to um, work with you somehow moving forward. And she's like, mm-hmm. we like to promote women-owned businesses and, you know, those that are doing doing their thing and i think she was trying to censor it a little bit and i was like no like i love to advocate as much as i can to you know let youth know especially but our own people know that you don't have to be you know you don't have to function in the colonized world and rely on a colonized paycheck you know they don't care about you it's like it's important to do what you love and make money the way you know how to you know make money the way you know um benefits you not only financially but culturally as well and there's Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with that and um I think that's, that's definitely why I do what I do, but that's also a message that I'm trying to push too. And so it was just amazing to be there and see all these other artists around me doing the exact same thing, you know, and, and some artists don't do it full time. You know, I chose to do it this, this year full time and it's been the most rewarding year to date. You know, hopefully that's continues. I'm blessed enough for it to continue that way, but, um, we need more people to do to do to do what they love. Like I said, and kind of stick to stick to their tradition—not traditions, but you know, establishing new traditions—but within their own, you know, culture and tribe, and you know, yeah. whoever you are, whether you know, literally whoever you are, any black or brown yeah. person, it's like you don't need to have certain crutches anymore. You know, the world's constantly evolving. You know, this isn't the nineteen forties, fifties, or sixties anymore. There's amounts mm-hmm. of opportunity right now, and You can literally get paid to do what you love and it's time to start, you know, making those changes and reclaiming, you know, what's ours and how we operate. But um, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I had a conversation with a group of artists yesterday, uh, musicians, visual artists, performers. And that was one of the main takeaways that came from the conversation was how there's a s- space for all of us. You know, there is an mm-hmm. abundance of space and opportunity for us all to grow and for us all to thrive, uh, you know, and you literally experienced that where there's mm-hmm. just like all these hundreds of artists coming together. And although there is, um, you know, a built-in element of, of competition, you know, that's part of the structure mm-hmm. of, you know, these, you know, best of show and in your category uh, there was also that sounds like, you know, uh, general appreciation for each other. And, you know, these spotlighting moments where it's like, Oh, let's get together and let's let's change some stuff or let's get together and let's grow something Uh, So that's so cool to hear
1: Yeah I mean Santa Fe and Albuquerque Is just kind of you know I love how indigenously rooted they are With like Mm. whether it's the highways Or the street signs Or the posters that are on the wall Like I really like how It's a very indigenized space And we stay at this hotel Called Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe, and so I like you drive up, and it's this huge hotel. They have this huge, like I want to say, it's Apache, like statue of this Apache man, like in his regalia. Okay, you go inside. There's native artwork everywhere, native designs on the walls, native staff wearing beaded earrings or turquoise, Uh, or most likely turquoise, and like. It just was amazing, and it's crazy because I just as soon as I got in the hotel, my and even my mom can probably was probably getting tired of me, and I'm like, this is amazing, and I kept saying, I love this for us, you know, yeah. because it felt like it was a five star hotel and as soon as you go in, and it's all indigenously ran, and wow. it just felt it felt good i'm like this is what we need more of you yeah. know this is what yes. we need and um so that's why I just the whole weekend was really cool because you, it was just indigenous excellence native excellence yeah everywhere so yes um, yeah that was the high that was the major highlight for sure
0: Man, that's so cool to see the connection to land and for it to be, like, physically present everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the the real we are here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, because we don't see that everywhere.
2: Mm-mm,
1: not at all.
0: Oh my gosh. Well done. It was a
1: busy weekend. And like, I'm terrible at taking pictures on trips. Like, I really do try to focus on being as present as possible. So yeah,
0: that's beautiful. that's beautiful. That's beautiful, though. Pictures
1: and it's just food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's your favorite thing, though. Yeah, but
1: uh, but it, was, it was an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I, I actually just saw a few of your pictures. Uh, uh, Lulu Henry mentioned she's like oh yeah Michaela's such and such and she was describing this thing and I was like um and she goes you know what I'm talking about and I was like I honestly don't uh because I I hadn't seen and I uh literally saw, I just kind of was catching up on your stuff. Uh Like your framed canvas beaded thing on an easel, mm-hmm. piece on an easel with your like mm-hmm. studded frame Uh yeah. and then the pictures you just posted of your sister walking in the show. Yes, I'm so uh, proud of her. She did great. Oh my gosh, I bet. And then even like your, your Joseph medallions, I saw those in your mm-hmm. in your post. And then who who's the other portrait that you did?
1: That was my grandmother. Yes, okay, that's so what I thought. Yeah, that's so what I, I thought. My mom Mom brought brought it brought it with her. She's like, "Do you want to put that on the table?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course," because just I mean, some work that, and another item wasn't for sale. It yeah, was just, just a display. Show piece to show you know what I'm capable of doing, basically. Yeah. And so, and it was good to have her on the table because it was like, okay, you taught me how to do this, you know, and mm-hmm. this is where we're at.
2: Yeah. And so,
1: and so, so the, the, the 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 medallion's on the table. The soyapo man comes up, looking at everything. And he's like, ooh, who's she? And I was like, oh, that's my grandmother. That's And my mom was sitting right there. I was like, that's my mom's mom. She taught me how to bead. He's like, so we're going through all that. And he's and my mom's like, oh, no, that one's not for sale. He's like, no, I don't want to buy it. I want her. And I'm
2: like,
0: what? Wait, I was what? I
1: like, am well, glad my, you know, my beadwork is, you know, she's very attractive through the work. Like, I must have did a good job. But she's not up for grabs either. Like, oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> and who oh, knows to... my contact
1: would be like, you know, she would get a kick
0: out of that. Oh and my like, gosh. I'm like, this is my trying to flirt with my grandma. For real, what like, kind <laughs> of twisted Tinder is this?
1: I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had that portrait on there. And oh. It's funny because people were really going after the ones that weren't for sale. And like, um, one of my other customers submitted that, um, fire-colored, large Chief Joseph that I made probably, like, five, six, maybe even seven years ago. And I had another mo- most most current one, the one that I made for Best of Show, basically, that one with all, like, the stone beads, the elk teeth, and all that other stuff. And everyone went to buy, wanted to buy the the one that I made seven years ago. And I'm like, well, at least I knew I was that, you know, I am I was yeah. at least that good back yeah. then. Yeah. So I definitely did not give myself, you know, enough credit back then. But, um, but yeah, so... Everything kind of caught people's eye, which is good. And down there, they love turquoise and silver. Like, that's all they're kind of about down there. So mm-hmm. one guy came up. He was like, it's just good to see something different. And he's like, everything's the same old, same old. <laughs> like, oh, turquoise, cause he oh was so you
0: daddy. see, like, a lot of turquoise work and <laughs> oh, a lot of, everywhere. like, you inlay work there. Much,
1: yeah, you don't see too much beadwork. Um, oh. Like, you have Elias that's there. You have Jamie and Sandy. I think it's her mom's name. Okuma, of course, there. Lauren, good day. Um, but you don't have too many beaters that are down there. Um, I, I didn't realize. The best the best. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those names. But, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Did my friend Hollis was, say hi?
1: I don't know if that was him.
0: Hollis Chitto. Um He looked got, like
1: he is he Navajo. Didn't he's have. got
0: like a like a slick back hair, I don't and he's think like
1: so. He okay. could have, and then he just didn't introduce himself.
0: Possibly. Yeah. I'll, but, I'll um, send you a, a photo after. Um actually, I'll just pull it up. I'm all I'm like we don't have uh, internet access right here. Uh, oh shoot, My Yeah. Charger. But, he um, um go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I, I love him and his beadwork too. He's absolutely amazing.
1: Oh, uh, he might have actually because it seemed like when I was going through the names, I seen him on cuz the booth locator or whatever like if you're trying to find that cuz that last name, last name sounds really familiar. But um Oh, maybe he—he he probably had his own booth. If he did, he—I mean, I didn't have any. I didn't even have a minute to walk around the entire. Like I didn't even really oh, I experience bet. the market. I was at my booth the entire time. But yeah, he could have been there. Oh, yeah. that's the other thing. So, Auntie Deb was there.
0: Ah. was there. So I'm
1: sitting there at my booth, and next to me, he did turquoise and silver. Super nice guy. Um, I would shout him out. I think his name's Albert Lee. He's a really okay. cool guy since he's in his booth was flooded a lot. But all of a sudden I look over and there's Auntie Deb and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so I look out because I already knew she's going to have a secret service. Like she's going to have security. Somewhere. <laughs> a detail. So yeah. Out, yeah. And I seen multiple like they were all like you could tell they do dressed casual Sunglasses, whatever, but they were just to not take her their eyes off of her. So that intimidated me. And I'm like, if <laughs> she didn't, I'm like, okay, well, she comes to my booth. I'm going to ask her for a picture. And she was over at the booth for a while and she was like putting it in her bag. She kind of glanced up for a second and then went to go talk to her security. And I'm like, I'm like I don't get starstruck at all, but I was so starstruck with her. You were ready. I was like, yeah, and you were I ready. Like, I can't ask her for a picture. I don't know if a sniper's gonna pop up. <laughs> right. so
0: Next thing you know, your really arms really is like twisted starstruck. behind your back. You're like, what yes, just happened? No, like, I know. <laughs> I'm just wanted <asking> a picture. <laughs> nah, so, ne- I was just headed to the garbage. I
1: know. <laughs> with no garbage. I know. <laughs> Wait, throw away your phone right but, um, but yeah so that was the only one person i got starstruck about and then like zon mclaren came up to my table and like i'm sitting there beating um for those of you who don't know him he's from reservation dogs the cop the really funny cop um he's yeah. plenty of other things like into the west he's running fox on into the west i love that show Oh, okay but, um he came up super casual and he's like, Yeah, awesome. He's off. This is some awesome work. And I'm beating. And so I'm like, Thank you. And then I look up and I'm like, Oh, hey. And he's like, Hey, what's up? And he's so laid back, like too laid back. You think he know you. Got and it. then we just started randomly talking about whatever. I'm like, Oh, you having fun? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you know where I can find this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all right, like, Zahn was just at my table, but he totally act like he was just some (laughs) random dude off by himself. Um, But I met him a couple years back when I went there, so I already had my picture, just not of this year. Um, And there's some other people that came to my table. They clearly looked famous. I just didn't know who they were. (laughs) Okay, okay. And then my mom was like, did you know who that was? And I was like, no. (laughs) And she was like, oh, she's on Instagram. She has, she has, like, almost a million followers. Like, she bought some of my earrings, and I was like, oh, Oh, so your mom knew? (laughs) Yeah, there's some. Oh, my gosh some people, they, like I said, some of them looked famous I just didn't know who they were, and then yeah. this other lady she like, and totally decked out like totally, you can tell they got money like, and so because it's written on like, on
0: them, basically yes, with what they're and wearing, like wearing when, okay.
1: Fur, like okay designer bags makeup's on fleek, you know they yeah. probably got a couple pokes in their face, you know and, you know, I don't know who they are like, and then I hear like the neighbor my the guy next to me that lady was from this, and she lives in there, and I'm just like all right, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> right. Like there's, i can tell there's a lot of people there that i just i just didn't know um yeah and it's kind of better that daniel. way though
0: you know because uh-huh. as i said it's it's almost better that way too because then you just get to like be a chill ass person exactly. you know with exactly. another person
1: exactly and then like shout out shout out to daniel because there was one girl that came she's like oh my gosh i just bought your earrings and i was like oh what's your name and so she showed me and she was super excited. But I think she kind of had some pull to forget her name. but I know her last name's Proudfit. Um But yeah, so there was a lot of people there that I just I didn't. And I felt bad because I want some people that actually got have gotten my work in the past coming up to my table. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, all I do is see your name on, on my website. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. But it was really cool. Um, well, and that's then crazy. A lot problem. of things people seen. They read your because on your booth you have your name so just assign uh-huh. you so you know where you are and okay then, or where to set up and then your tribe so a lot of people was like nez purse oh. Per Like every there's a lot of people that came up and first read my name and then would say nez purse and i'm like um yeah i don't know if there has been one when been one here and at the market but hopefully i'm repping you know good enough so it yeah. was good for people to recognize my tribe so you know recognize us not just yeah. me or my tribe but like yeah. recognize us as a people so that was cool
0: out here look at you yeah. out here oh, that's so dope I felt such
1: like a newbie like the baby of the market But i <laughs> think i pulled my weight enough i did good
0: i mean it sounds like it being fully sold out working the entire mm-hmm. time like that's like farm to table ridiculous you know you're yeah.
1: like you're and thread to things like wanted. already out <laughs> last thing i wanted that's what i like told my mom like there's no way i'm selling out like i'm gonna have way too much product like nice product and i'm not running out and what do i do i know <laughs> hey. it's a good problem to have
0: yes so. exactly <laughs> oh my it gosh was
1: good. it was good
0: Michaela. that's so know. awesome I was so yeah. excited to hear about all of this. When I oh, tell nice. you, I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I already found out so much more. Just even with like the top yeah. of the week and everything that you, yeah. like the artist side is cool, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I know yeah, a lot of people are uses. like, yeah, they're like, you know, the the final results, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, the posts and all the, the awards or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what's behind the scenes? What's it's the exactly. intermixing? What's it like I'm literally sitting ugly, at your the table?
1: Good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah, because well, I wonder about that what part.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> <In> the stress <laughs> and the time. Gosh, you don't know how much time, you know, how much time is important until you have no time. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> oh, for real. It was good. It was
1: good. Well,
0: but anyway, amazing. enough about
1: me, please. <laughs> yeah. I spent half the show talking about me how have you your weeks have been busy as well
0: yeah yeah So, you
1: tap me into into how your basically month has been
0: big exhale to start okay
1: okay
0: <laughs> uh yeah no the month has been good overall i guess uh top of my heart right now is kind of with you in the the talk about like uh your time and being mm-hmm. at your best or whatever putting time into your work uh because, yeah, I, I'm kind of working against a, a deadline, which I've talked about before. I was like, oh, I have about six, seven weeks to get this thing done. And mm-hmm. now that six, seven weeks is down to about three weeks, <laughs> maybe about two by the time this episode comes out. Morally, is that, uh, you know, so just working with that time crunch and then finding these moments where it's like things pull you away from your work. And so, yes. you know, one day away from your workstation, you're like, all right, it's all right. And then two days, and then it turns into three sometimes. And then you're just like,
2: oh, you know, like,
0: I don't know. So that's just kind of like been where, or that's where my beadwork has been lately, is uh, trying to get stuff done, uh, yet then also real life is coming up. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, just having to like adjust with that. I am really happy, though, because... Uh, I'm seeing how at least I'm opening up conversation. Uh, So say, for example, the deadline on this big uh, set of pieces that I'm doing, uh, I'm doing it for my cousin. So at least it's within the family. So, you know, there's not as much pressure. And uh, yet one of the big things that stood out for me personally is the fact that I was able to start a conversation with my cousin. Just be like, yo, this is like the timeline. I know that we talked about this before uh yet you know this is where it's at this is most Mm -hmm. likely what I'm capable of doing um and I know that sounds so stupid or no I don't want to say stupid that sounds like super easy and whatnot yet that's never been a way that I approach things you know I'm always like I put the pressure on myself to be like I said I was gonna do it at this time by this time and so then I I, you take like exactly what you're talking about like you take it upon yourself and then And start running yourself down and Mm -hmm. all the things. And and then it's leading to that place where you're not producing from a quote unquote good place because you're not being, you're not being good to yourself or, you know, doing the best for yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then if it's like, well, if you're not doing that, are you really doing the thing well? Um, So that's just kind of where I'm at. And one of the things that actually stood out to me, Michaela, when you said that earlier, was even talking about, or like uh, for me, like with my yoga practice, uh, right now I'm doing all right. One, because I've kind of been off my mat. Uh, yet uh, I've also been helping myself by uh, making different alignments because I was watching a video uh, about like wrist pain because I was having pain in my wrists from my yoga practice.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that was one of the things that the guy was talking, like people were talking about. Uh, they were like, you know, people, when you practice all the time, like you may develop this. And one of the main things that they were talking about was like how people hold themselves. Uh, So like the big thing that I've made an adjustment with is like holding my core a whole lot more and trying to lift myself out of my core. So like bringing my belly button in and whatnot. So I'm not sinking all my weight down into my palms, which then hurts my wrist because I'm sinking all my weight down into my wrist, like dead weight. Uh, rather than trying to like lift myself up and make myself as light as I can in my wrist by supporting myself. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff to say that um, that was his point. He was like, yes, you may be like making the good lines with your body, which you might want to call, call quote unquote, alignment. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're not holding yourself up in a good way, you know, you're, if you're still like dumping your weight down, uh, even though your body's in the quote unquote right position, you're still not honoring it in the best way because you're not holding yourself up in the best way Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that's just like what really struck me when you said that because yeah it's like it's not really good alignment if you're not doing all of the things to optimize alignment you know if you're just doing some of it so that it looks good and then Mm -hmm. it gets you from point a to point b that's not fully doing it whereas like you know having both the the function and like the correct like holding your weight up in the right place transition like having your body in the right position it's the Mm -hmm. combination of it all um like Mm -hmm. you can't forget all the factors basically you know yeah like breathing like if you're holding your breath while you're while you're doing something then yeah that's not even if you're in like perfect alignment position body-wise If you're not breathing, then you're not doing it right because you're holding your breath. And part of the thing is to have ease with your breath and working with your air as you move your body, you know. Mm -hmm. So just like those small little things where we think, oh, I set myself up to do the thing rather than uh, always focusing on like being That thing, and then that's what shows on the outside. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it does, it does, makes all the sense. Yeah, so, anyways, when you shared that part of your story earlier, that's what hit me. I was like, Oh my gosh, that reminds me of being my yoga mat and how I wasn't like holding my stomach, I wasn't holding my core, I was like dumping all my weight into my wrist. And then somebody was like, Mm -hmm. If you're not holding your core, then you're really not in good alignment. And I was like, I am like missing that part, you know, even though I'm putting my body in the right place, I'm not supporting my body in the best way. So therefore I haven't met the mark, if that makes sense. No,
1: it does. It does.
0: Yeah. So anyways, that's uh, (laughs) a, that's where I am right now is, uh, is working through, uh, through the beating and, uh, and working to be a little bit more honest with myself, or I guess to express my honesty with myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, When
1: do you notice you feel like, like, when do you know it's that time to be honest with yourself? Like, what point do you hit to where it's like, okay, I need to check myself. And how do you check yourself?
0: Ooh, I don't know. I I honestly don't. And yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, I guess, uh, hmm. As he hesitates. (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to think.
1: I mean, I guess I can speak from like when for me, when I need to check myself, I always I I catch myself when I'm at the the I guess climax of my emotion to where it's like, okay, I'm obviously frustrated right Mm -hmm. now. Or even i you know, evaluating happy emotions. I think that's yeah. really important as well. When okay, I'm at my best right now. I step outside of myself in a sense and I say as if I was watching myself, right? Or if I'm mm. the other person, you know, that I was gonna go to, you know, to where yeah. it's like everything's figure outable, chill out, yes. go do this, take a walk, or hey, If you're exhausted, just drop your beads right now or whatever you're doing, put it down, pick it up tomorrow. So that way you don't fall out of love of what you like to do Mm -hmm. or you lose happiness or lose yourself more importantly in that project. So it's always at the root of emotion. I've gotten very good at kind of feeling my emotions and understanding them and knowing how to deal with them. So when I hit that moment, I just kind of. Take a minute, pause, step outside of myself and deal with the situation as if I was giving myself advice, I guess, in a way, you know, um, but I like how you were saying with your, like your cousin's project, how you, you were like, how you said, um, you know, this is where it's going. This is where it's been. I know expected to be here at this time. Mm-hmm. I never could have used to do that. And yeah. now I can do that to say, Hey, I'm really sorry. I really appreciate your appreciate your patience, but Hey, it looks like I'm just need a few more days or I might need another week, you yeah. know, and I can never do that. I would literally <laughs> stay up for multiple days not yep. even take a minute, not talk to anybody. Yep. And it's just creates more isolation, more frustration. It's not healthy mentally. Yeah. Or, you know, emotionally healthy. And that and that's the thing is if you don't take care of yourself, if you're not honest with yourself. If you don't live in your truth, literally everything that's good for you, that feeds you and blooms you and waters you and grows you if you continue to continue to have these bad habits, it only trickles in to everything else. You know, they say how you do one thing is how you do everything. You know, if you're stressed doing this or you're feeling this, it's going, you're going to find ways to do that in the next thing that you do, you know, and your life doesn't get better. It's a domino effect. So Mm -hmm. it's very important for me anyway, to step outside of myself and really pay attention to, you know, my feelings and how I'm, how I'm operating
0: you know yeah well it really is like one the way you do one thing <clears throat> definitely shows in the way you do other things for me it shows up in cutting corners i notice when i cut corners that then it, it bleeds into other places you know if i don't make mm-hmm. my bed uh consistently then at some point my room will most likely get messy you know yeah. when my room gets messy then i you know don't do as much work because then i want to i want to clear a certain space to do something or you know like when one thing goes then another thing goes and another thing goes i i don't eat as healthy i don't do whatever it is because i allow myself that that practice of of cutting corners whereas i find like say um I don't know like a- addition a sink you know rather than mm-hmm. walking past it you know I'm like okay there I am I'm cutting a corner so then I'm going to walk past something else in my life whereas yeah. if I stop and I do the 45 seconds to like 90 seconds to wash the thing put it away uh then almost likely take those moments elsewhere you know when it's mm-hmm. when it's a choice between like just getting up and going or like getting up and at least arranging my bed or putting At the end of the night, like putting my shoes back in the exact same place or my clothes back uh, wherever it may go, you know, Uh, like a jacket going, hanging up a jacket rather than like sitting it on a chair in my room. Um, Just that small little action. Yes, it's accomplishing this thing of, you know, putting something away. But are beyond that, it's uh, reinforcing the practice of what you're saying. You know, it's like how you do one thing. Is most mm-hmm. likely going to show up in how you do how another. Do that, do you yeah. yeah.
1: And that's the thing. And that's I'm reading this book um, about habits called Atomic Habits. Very, very well known book. But um, that's what they say. It's like that's what it all comes down to. The littlest things that you do to wait, how you wake up. You know, what foot hits the floor first, or mm-hmm. making your bed, not making your bed, or whatever. It's all habits. And that's one of the thing they one of the things they say is. It's to try to stack your habits to where, okay, if I'm making my bed, I can also brew my tea in the morning because I know I want to make sure I have tea. Or, you know, if I'm not a good, like, I know for me, I'm not good at eating breakfast. So Mm. as soon as I get up, I immediately start my tea, put my bagel in the toaster or whatever. Yeah. And while that's getting ready, I'm making my bed, brushing my teeth, washing my face, going to the bathroom, and then by the time by the time my tea is ready to drink and after it's, you know, cool enough to drink, yeah. i just knocked out all these habits, all these yeah. different things, you know. So yeah. it all comes down to habits and it, some of them require, you know, even mental habits of how mm-hmm. you think, you know, what 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 direction you want to think or whatever, you know, it's it all comes down to habits and, you know, making sure that you're establishing the
0: correct ones (laughs) yeah for sure all of that all of that and and that's low-key kind of why I hesitated when you asked that question because right now currently I haven't seen evidence like or I, I can't pull up evidence of like how I how I stop myself or how I think of these things or whatever um and uh then then I hesitated too because then Again, I think of within the past few weeks, um, I had like a pretty like challenging moment personally, um, that (laughs) your question, I was just like, ah, um, and so like, I guess (laughs) a three second pause for, you know, anyone who, um, may not enjoy hearing, uh, you know, hard times or somebody sharing stories about like personal struggles. Uh, And if so, if that's your case, uh, you know, don't let me, um, you know, I don't want to say bring you down yet, you know, um, awaken anything in you that you're not welcome for, or you're not open to. Um, so there's the pause and I guess fast forward a few seconds if you want. Uh, however, um, yeah, so, uh, about two weeks ago I, I had a really bad moment, uh, a really bad, like mental breakdown moment. Uh, and I was just in a very, very, very dark space and it came out of nowhere. It was just like the top of the day. Uh, and then just like things just kept crashing in. This is all internal. You know, it's, a, it's, it's mm-hmm. the extent, the uh, kind of like you described at the top of the show. There's these mm-hmm. external challenges that, uh, you know, impede what you're trying to do. You're working on a time limit. You're working to get things done. You're goal oriented to, or, you know, you're, you're working to get things done. Basically, that's all you need to mm-hmm. say. Um, And then things come in your way. Uh, And so I was finding that I was just getting met with a bunch of challenges. I was on like, I had this personal uh, deadline schedule that I had in me, you know, where I was like, some people are depending on me for this by this time. Others are depending on me for this at this other time. All of these times are kind of stacked and very close together. Time is running out. I, I don't have many options to get this thing done. Uh, So, you know, it's just like this constricting feeling of just like the air getting sucked out of the room and everything squeezing into you. Uh, And so it it just led me to a bad place. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know that I have a way to control right now or a way to check myself or, you know, I. just Yeah, that's just kind of the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, that's why I hesitated, because, yeah, like I I got to a really bad point uh, and and I don't know why. Of, of course, you know, it's, it's been a few weeks now, so I can, um, you know, talk about it more chill. Uh, however, you know, it's just, I just wonder about that because here there's these things that come up in my life and, you know, they're not related to me. It's not a, a reflection of who I am just as much as my thoughts aren't who I am. However, it's strange to me that like my go-to in a lot of these moments or, you know, in some of these moments, I don't want to say a lot, Um, is like immediately self-blame which then immediately turns to like self-harm ideation uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then anything beyond that you know and it just it boggles my mind I wonder about this like why is it that when something doesn't go right uh, in these quote unquote high pressure situations that like the first inclination that comes up within me is like go hurt yourself you know, mm-hmm. like, go do something that is going to, like, bring you pain. Uh, and 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 it, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, uh, luckily, or I give thanks for the fact that, you know, since this very hard point that I processed through, I've been surrounded by, like, family down, you know? The universe mm-hmm. literally, like, Conspired to put people in my path physically uh who love and care for me uh and so i didn't have any option outside of being present with these people that mean so much to me and i had no other option other than to to be open and receiving their love you know the universe literally like put people in my physical space stacked back to back to back to back uh And, you know, conversation, calls, all the things. So I've just like been absolutely surrounded in love. So that has really helped me to like um, process through. However, uh, I still don't know, you know, how to check myself or in what capacity I can do so in this moment, you know, because Mm -hmm. here I am, I'm just like, dang, like literally under two weeks ago. I wasn't able to do that. You know, sometimes I have a really good, healthy practice where, you know, my self-esteem and all my, all my inner thoughts and expressions are in a good, steady, healthy place, you know? And then I have these other times where it's completely unstable and I feel like I have absolutely no hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like zero... <laughs> and below you know like there's there's like literally no hope uh so yeah that's why i hesitated earlier too because i was just like i uh you know because i am just kind of Mm -hmm. like in a weird place right now where you know i want to say that i can call myself on these things and i want to say that like i'm being good to myself uh yet i don't know it's not really showing up or i don't know
1: you're human I mean that's extremely extremely normal and I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't give themselves credit for when they're going through certain moments is that we've all felt these moments it's just many people don't speak about them and some people do and I think the hardest thing with giving advice or you know all all you can do is tell your experience because um there was something Will Smith said as to where he doesn't really give advice because it's very egotistical Mm. to Say, hey, this is how I reacted. Therefore, you should act like me and you can be just like me, you know, Mm. and that's not that's not how it works. You know, I think all you could do is share your experience and by you sharing it right now and just saying, hey, you know what? Sometimes I don't know what to do. Sometimes I do feel hopeless. Sometimes, you know. I want to go deeper because I don't know how to label it. And that was one thing I know for me and my therapist is when I would approach her with the issue or like I just can't shake this. or I don't understand why, you know, I don't know how to deal with this. And she's just like, Michaela, you feel like you're so used to being that go getter and mm-hmm. fixing everything. Mm-hmm. And you're at a position to where you can't necessarily fix this because you can't control the other person, or you can't control the outcome, or you you don't know, you know, you can't control this situation. You know, you're not in control of it. And then I think, as frustrating as that that may have been to hear, it taught me how to just let go and to realize. That's why I say every time I start getting down on myself or something might bother me, I say there's so much power in being present. That's my mantra. Mm-hmm. And I just focus at where I'm at, who's on, who's around me, and find the positives. Like every morning I write down gratitude. I remember those the gratitude I write down so that way if I am having a slip-up moment, you know, you know, it's not that bad. You know, I'm yeah. grateful because I still have this. Or, you yeah. know, no matter how big or small it is, whether it's family, whether it's the sun shining, whatever it is, if he wrote it down like, Hey, I'm grateful for this. It brings me back out of that slum. I was feeling and saying, Hey, it's not as bad as it seems, you know, I still have tomorrow. I still have the next minute. And that's one thing that I think is extremely, extremely hard to get out of is, you know, down talking yourself and that self-confidence being at an all time low, um, and just beating yourself mentally and sometimes physically. Um, and, and that's the, that's the hardest thing to get out of. Um, I didn't realize I was really... I mean, none of us is really out of it, out of it. you yeah. know, But You can have control over it. And that's why I say I pay attention to my emotions and step outside of myself because
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'll stop when I just feel mounds of joy. You know, the days can be just going normal and I feel... If I feel joy in any way, I stop and I write it down. Or I'll say, mm. I want to remember this moment. And when I am kicking myself, when I am feeling upset... I get that instinct to just do something. Don't sit here and try to feel this feeling and let it consume you. I wrote down what brings me joy. I'm going to go do that right now. You know, if Mm -hmm. I was taking a walk because it's the sun shining and I've seen the kids playing outside and, you know, everything just seemed normal around me. And I love that serenity. My phone wasn't on me or whatever, because I wrote that moment down. When I get into those slums like that, um, I immediately just stop and you know, force myself to put on my shoes and walk out my door. That's the yeah. first step. That's all I have to tell myself to do. Put your shoes on and walk outside the door. Okay, walk to the top of the steps. And then I naturally just go back to what brought me joy. And by the time I come home, I feel fine because yeah. I tapped back into that joy. Or if I'm talking to my grandma, you know, and that's why it's good to have you know, gratitude journals or journals in general to bring out the best sides of you, you know, because like, I know, like if I wrote down, I was thankful I got to talk to my grandma today. Yeah. When I'm feeling insecure, when I'm feeling lonely, when I feel like I might not have any purpose, I wrote down that I was very grateful to speaking to my grandma. All I gotta do is pick up the phone. Just Pick up the phone and tap on your grandma's name. As soon as she picks up the phone, your heart feels full because you hear her voice. And all of a sudden, as soon as I hang up the phone, I feel so much better. She just let me know it was okay just by, you know, I didn't even have to tell her what's going on, but I feel fine now, you know? So, I mean, that's kind of how I deal with it. You know, it's finding and taking note of what brings you joy, like genuine joy and tapping into those when you feel low, you know? And sometimes yeah. you just got to get it out. You know, <laughs> sometimes Seriously. you just got to release it. I had a moment last night to where I wasn't angry or upset, but something was bothering me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to write it down. I write it down. I got it out. You know, it's not resurfacing in my head like like and it was about another person to where it was like, dang. Um, I guess just somebody that used to be in my life. Let's just leave okay. that back. Yeah, yeah, And there's so much <laughs> I wanted to say. And I knew it was below me to rant or to, you know, show a side of me that I know that is no longer me. Got and it. And so, and there's like all the stuff I wanted to say to this person, you mm, know, yeah. but I'm like, this is beneath me. But it keeps replaying in my mind because I didn't haven't gotten it out because I couldn't throw this in their face. And so basically mm-hmm. all I did was write it down. And today was so much more clear. Like, Hey, like this person doesn't get to me because I already, it, I got it out of my system. Yeah. You know? And so and it, it's the same thing with us as well. You know, even if you're, you having, you know, hurtful or hateful thoughts about yourself, write them down. And then once you see it, like, you know, that that isn't me, you know, and also I knew I found that it helps me with my self-confidence with writing down the compliment compliments people gave me. And most of the time people just go over their head or they'll say, you know, oh, no, I'm not really like that, you know, or, yeah. you know, they don't know how to take a compliment. I'm still yeah. working on learning how to take a compliment. Yeah. I noticed when I wanted to improve my self-confidence, I wrote down every compliment that I received. Let's say, let me see, let's say, let's just talk about, beadwork. let's say they say you're the best beadworker I've ever seen. I absolutely love your work. It means so much to me. I write that down. And as soon as I'm getting angry kicking myself because the beads in the wrong place on a project. Yeah. You yeah. know, I go back, I read that compliment and I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not that bad. It's just me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. and that's very minor, but even if it's like with your family surrounding you and we can cut all of this out. Cause I just feel like I'm just,
0: no, no, to no, no, no. You You're right so now. good. You're so good. But
1: I just, it's just like with you, it's like, okay, well you recognize those moments. Your family was there. All the love was over, overflowing. I screenshot so many, even if it's just a comment on my post, posts and I have no idea who they are. I screenshot everything, whether it is from family, whether it is from friends. And when I'm feeling low, I go back and read those, you know, and if it's just me by myself and it's like, okay, Michaela, you have to get out of this room or you have to get out of this house yeah, because it's damaging you to be alone right now. Yeah. You know you just have yeah. to get out of that space, and I don't really i and I'm only speaking on how I used to felt because it really was I'm very proud of myself and I can confidently say that I really put the work in with me, yeah. but how I used to feel was in the same exact headspace, and it's like michaela, just get out of this house, you know that's the first step, so when I say just do something, literally just do something, yeah. you know, but you have to want you have to be able i think it's it's very commendable when someone um realizes their emotions. Um, that's the first step, you know, you don't have to have it all together or have it under control. You realize how you're feeling and you realize that it's wrong. That's so powerful. That's, that's, that's very, very powerful. That's really, a lot of people can't do that. You know, they're in denial of their feelings. So if you can understand how you're feeling and recognize how you're feeling, that's the first step. It takes a lot of work to get there. So it's good that you understand or, you know, that you have an issue or you have a feeling and it's a, and it's even more powerful. Powerful to say I don't know how to deal with it, but I know that it needs to be dealt with. And that yeah. alone, is 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 huge. You know, it's easy sailing from there. It doesn't feel like it in the moment, but yeah. just because you you do recognize, <clears throat> you recognize you need help. Um, that's the first step, and you're gonna get it. You know, and it's gonna be some work, but um, it's that accountability that matters. You know. Yeah. But yeah. definitely cut that, that down, Kellen. I feel like no, I feel like this no, is a show, but you. it's not a show because I yeah. just want to, you know, catch up yeah. with
0: you. Um, yeah, no, I, I really yeah. appreciate that. I mean, all of that, seriously. It, you know, these are good reminders. And again, it's it's bigger than us. You know, that's that's the other thing. Or I don't want to mm-hmm. say it's bigger than us yet. Um, it's so relatable, <clears throat> and and that's one of the things that has really stood out um, in this. Is like uh, in in me. Okay, so moment of weakness for for me, by by my perspective, I feel as though uh, I was weak and I um, used my energy in a quote-unquote irresponsible way. And because I did so then, you know, it affects all these other people negatively where people are, you know, they're worried about me, they're stressed, and now they feel bad, they have concern. And here I've caused, like, hardship for other people because I can't get over my own thing. And beyond that, not that I can't even get over it, the fact that, like, I'm, like, publicly, you know, being like, I'm done, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... (laughs) It's just wild like the amount of shame that comes on the other side of that because I just feel like guilty um, before not being able to uh, harness my energy as well as I want to and uh, it's a reminder to me. How powerful I am and how powerful we all are. You know, the way that we can utilize our energy. And I've had this evidence to me before in life. I remember when I was living back in New York, there was just a day where I was like getting out of work and something like it was that one straw that like broke the camel's back, right? And I I remember in my head, I said, I'm going home and I'm fucking myself up, you know? Uh, And I did, I like took the 10 minute walk to the train, the 40 minute train ride back to home, the 10 minute walk from my train station back to my apartment. And then the rest of the day, I was like in this horrible, horrible collapsed funk on the floor. Uh, And although like I didn't uh, harm myself in the ways that like my thoughts thought I would, I did like have this like Big moment where then I ended up like doing something dumb and then I like cut my hand on a dresser in the room and, and then it was this thing, you know, so it was just like uh, it was a evidence to me that like, even though this wasn't my plan of action. Uh, just by me cultivating and stewing in these thoughts of telling myself, like, yes, hurt yourself, yes, hurt yourself, yes, hurt yourself, uh, that it came out in a different way, and I, the the result was the same. I got hurt, you know. It wasn't the way that I planned or anything, mm-hmm. uh, and it wasn't even at that point, quote unquote, meant like you know what I what I did. I didn't mean to do. Yet then I I left with like a cut and blood, and you know this whole thing. Where I was just like, yeah, see, like just by me stewing in this very energy, at some point it's going to come out and at some point it's going to like manifest itself. And so then like in this most recent like pit that I was kind of in, that's just kind of like how I operate. Like I feel as though I can't help myself. So like everything to me is like degrading. Everything to me is telling me to hurt myself and or move past that. And because I know that, like, my energy will lead to something in the physical world, uh, I'm just like, I don't want this stuff here. So, like, at least in those moments, the only thing that I can really think about is just like, well, let me say, like, something. Let me let me cover other people in life and prayer. You know, the people that literally care for me and are holding me up.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I've had those moments too, yeah. to where it's like, not moments, but well, I have had those moments in the past. But they say, um, what one thing that I know, one thing that I know helps me is like whatever I need, give that to another person. Yeah. So if you feel like you're wanting love right now, you feel like you need love right now. Give that to someone else. Yeah. And then that will satisfy, of course, them, but you as well. Yeah. Or, hey, I'm, you know, I'm alone right now. I feel this wanting of not wanting to be alone. Give that, give your presence to someone else. Yes. Or you know, whatever it is. Um, I, I that's what I've kind of read my emotion as well, to where it's like, okay, what am I feeling right now? This is how I'm feeling. I'm gonna give this emotion. Even though I need this, I'm yeah. gonna give it to someone else. And it's very powerful. To be able, you know, it's very powerful making someone else's day.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: um, that makes my day is when it's like, Michaela, you helped me out huge. Thank you so much. Like that, that gives me a little burst, burst of confidence as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, cause yeah, it's, well, it's, it's the big reminder of like, or an awakening, I guess, to be open to receiving love and support from other people, you know?
1: Yeah. And it gives you that feeling of having purpose. I think yes. that's what it is too, is like when you're feeling like you have no purpose you have no belonging you know you're you're nothing or you know no one would even notice if i was even here you know what i mean when you have all, all those things. thoughts yeah. when you give give what you need most to someone else it typically 90% of the time won't go unnoticed and someone will see it. Even if it's not that person, yeah. someone observing in the background, someone next week might say, even though you might not have that fulfillment in that moment, even next week someone say, I saw you do this, or I heard you do this. And I just want to let you know that I was there and I was listening. And this means a lot to me or whatever, you know, you get fulfillment yeah. and you feel as though you have purpose. I think a lot of people, um have those thoughts and depression is very hard to deal with but you know that doesn't necessarily go away but it go you know how you have a handle on it is what matters it just how you handle it gets better that's realistically what it is
0: wow well always yes always always thank you for everything that you always share and and, uh, i just appreciate it so much and yeah definitely you know my I had a relative that said, you know, they were telling their story and, you know, the difference between like working in community and when you, you know, run off of ego, you know, when you mm-hmm. think you can do it all by yourself. Uh, and that mm-hmm. one just hit me because I was just like, man, that's what I've been doing, you know, like you, cause you want to take on the world. We want to make the change and we want to do all the things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that one that hit me, that phrase, I was like, man, man, I have been running on ego, you know, and not like a boastful prideful ego yet you know of the self you know thinking i have to do it all myself it's all up to me if Mm -hmm. i don't get it done then it's really you know it just the world will collapse you know just like those thoughts uh and so yeah it's a great reminder and then the one that like really stood out that one of my really good friends from college said um he was just like someone shared this with me where it's like you know you didn't come this far to only come this far Mm -hmm. uh and i was like that's right because just like you're saying it's like yeah you you hit these challenges uh and then like yeah you may get met with those challenges again yet you most likely have learned how to process or like you know work through it in a different way based off of the experience of moving past what you already have you know experienced i guess if that makes sense
1: no yeah it does yeah
0: Or, you know, enacting some of the lessons that you gained through your experiences. That's mm-hmm. maybe a better uh, way of saying it. Anyways, yeah, woo, sure. woo, 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 woo. well, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, oh, cool. I didn't mean didn't to. You realize that,
1: right? I hit you with a question, <laughs> yeah. we well that's like this far, and the show's already basically uh, uh, over. So. He's uh, uh, mm, just
0: like, and then I was like, oh no, we're losing time. I don't know what to say. I was like, mm, oh no, uh, mm, that's okay. That's okay.
1: Well, yeah. that's the thing. I feel like sometimes, sometimes I talk and I don't know where I'm going with it, but it just comes out because I feel like I don't know who's listening and someone needs to hear this and it's just rolling out of my mouth you know yeah so those moments happen and I think that was a moment Um, but yeah I mean At the end of the day, we're all sitting here trying to get through this thing called life and nobody has it figured out. And I think once people understand that and realize, hey, you're not going to solve the world's problems, you know, and you're very much human. You don't have to be anything. And I think that's one thing I realize is I feel like I would feel like I have to label everything. Mm -hmm. Like everything has a label, everything how I'm feeling right now. I don't know how I'm feeling, but I need to figure it out and put a label on it so I know what I'm feeling. And so... I still struggle with this at times but it wasn't until i realized michaela you you have to put a label on everything that's something you need to work on and Uh i was sitting there struggling through an uh, uh, idea or something that was just bothering me like why is it bothering me so much and it was just like because you're trying to figure out what to call it you're trying to diagnose yourself you're basically you're you're trying to so you know what to do from there once I realized it's okay not to know what to do, it's okay just to leave a thought where it's at. Like if if it was bothering you and it's making you angry and you can't figure it out, then don't figure it out then. Like it's Mm -hmm. okay. Like just continue your life. And I realized like, Hey, life is meant to be lived. You know, you don't have to dwell on an emotion, dwell on a person, dwell on an idea, dwell on anything. You can literally drop this, thought right now and you don't have to pick it back up you know yeah. you can go out and do what makes you happy and once i kind of figure that out like you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and go turn on this tv and watch the show that i've been waiting to watch <laughs> as opposed to sit here overthinking because it's when i catch myself that man my mind's running a million times a minute i can't figure this out okay yeah. just drop it yeah just drop it just yeah. live your life you know you, you could die in the next five minutes a sniper you know anti-deb sniper be <laughs> the corner <laughs> You know, you you, it I so swear, like I was just
0: walking it. to the garbage can. <laughs> i <I'm> joking.
1: <laughs> so it's like, why waste your life? And you know, stressing about something you don't have to. Just go find those moments and keep those moments that bring you joy and can yeah. do that as often as possible. Yes. So I think, and that's and that's a really hard, I think, for anybody to do. But once I realized, like, hey, I'm just meant, I'm just here on earth to live. Yeah, you know. I, you know, we're not, we don't, we didn't get to control what emotions we put in our body. Those are the most, most beautiful parts, but it's finding those emotions that are worth feeling again and again yeah. and again. And a lot of things that just aren't worth it, you know? Uh, There's a lot of unhealed people out in the world, but it's not your fault,
0: myself included. (laughs) No, not no, not in that way. But I meant like
1: in an ugly way. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. And so, and it's like I think once you get control of yourself, that's all that matters. And um, but it's a process, you know. It's definitely a process, and you got to know that you want to put the work in.
0: Yeah. How presumptuous of us to think that we can know all things
1: exactly there's no problem with saying you don't know and just carrying on why do you have to know everything (laughs) and I think some people don't understand that you don't have to know everything you don't have to put a label on everything you don't have to you know, I don't know. And keep it pushing. Yeah, <laughs> Remember when we had that exactly. Like, <laughs> That's what I was going
0: to say. Yeah. That's like a tough kootenew, just, you know, That's a it. decorative kootenew.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to be a really, really, really bad overthinker. And like, and in overthinking, it's like, unless you're an overthinker, it's like, you won't really get it. But if you are, it feels like a disease. You know, it really feels like a disease because you overthink, oh, this person's coming to talk to me. What do I talk about? Oh, my gosh. Are they going to mm-hmm. notice it? Like you literally overthink everything. And I'm glad I'm not in that headspace anymore. But it's just finding different strategies to undo what, you know, the habit. Every, everything's a habit that you do. So try to yes. undo those habits. And sometimes it's also just so there's this guy that I was dating and hopefully he doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> 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 but he was an oh. overthinker great guy like looks perfect on paper you know got coins in his pockets come on the prestigious job you know has everything like i said everything looks great on paper and even physically like he was a great looking guy you, Go you know almost too good to be true but it wasn't until a moment where i noticed that he was an overthinker he overanalyzed Everything I couldn't say one thing without him saying, well, what did you mean by this? And as much as I wanted to like him and just seeing how far my growth had came, I was just like, I can't, I, you don't come off as toxic, but you are very toxic to me because you are something I used to be. And I don't want to be in that situation to where, you know, I disrupt my growth and I have to go backwards just to convene you, convenience you, you know, I have to overanalyze. So that way you don't overanalyze, you know? And then like, that's not
2: who I am anymore. And so,
1: um, so yeah. So I basically was like, Hey, I can't, can't do this you're a great person you're just not great for me yeah. and it was just like and it's different when somebody understands cuz like if i was with somebody and i was overthinking and you know and i knew i was overthinking and i wanted to stop that i just wanted to stop overanalyzing and stop being the labeler and everything else and i understood that's what i wanted
2: uh-huh. that's a
1: whole nother thing than being not even knowing you have an issue right yeah. <laughs> it's in, it's it's one thing for someone to realize what they have going on is an issue and for one to not understand That they're going on as issue because then they're not going to change, and so
0: because the first step is is, you know
2: I'm
1: literally laying everything out for him to say hey you said this you said this you did this this is why I feel this way and for him to be like to not even. Like, it wasn't an issue. Like, it was just like, okay, this guy is not work withable. Therefore, you are very toxic to me because you didn't even realize you have an issue yet. And yeah. so, that was like, that's that's Oof. one thing is just removing certain people from your life, you know, that just don't get it. Like, that's just, and that's growing pains, right? Yes. It's different situations. Because if this was me 10 years ago and I met this guy, the same guy we'd be toxic together. Right. But not in a good way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we'd be broken mentally within ourselves just together. And so I think it's good that like now that I'm older, I think that was a growing moment for me. Like, Hey, Michaela, you realized this. So you've came a long way just to even realize this. So it's time to start changing your circles. It's time to start making other changes. Um, So it's good to pay attention to your surroundings and your environment, including those, whether they're family or not family, important or not, or friends, whatever. It's important to recognize your environment because it has a lot to do with your mental health, obviously, right? Yeah. Who you follow, who you're comparing yourself to. Yeah. Um, And especially, I think, on 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 any res, people you feel like you've known for so long that you feel like you just have to keep them in your life. Well, this person did, we went oh, through this much together. Yes, and even yes, in relationships, yes. there's that struggle of that people yeah. think that it's so positive and it's not positive at all because you wanna see this person for what they were but not taking them for who they are now. Um, yeah. And it's like, if this person was in another body and they came to you right now, would you even give them a time of day that you would notice yeah. how toxic they are right now? I said, no, you'll notice the toxicity in the new person who took, you know, who cloned themselves from the person that, you know, that you're with now, yep. you know, if you, let me rewind. If you took that, you understand where I'm going? I get, I, right? Yeah, I, I, you,
0: yeah the, the body snatchers, you know, somebody exactly. else is in the other, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes, I got you. you I'm with you.
1: Do them of day? <laughs> like, you notice how terrible they are as a person but you don't Mm -hmm. realize that's who you're you're sitting right in front of you right and so that goes with family and friends and growing just growing up and going into a new new mindset especially on our reservations and in smaller communities i think that's a bigger problem that um and then they're shunned right because they chose not to you know to to um fulfill that standard that people are holding them to and so i don't know where i was going with all this but the-
0: <laughs> it was good
1: though
0: you're like i need to prove the entire a lot thing of things
1: i think i just want to take out i just feel like i'm just rambling now because i'm just having a conversation and i'm glad we're talking you know? yeah i know because it's been
0: forever yeah. oh my gosh no but, you're uh, in it uh, and I also realize that we yeah. haven't talked about boys yet either, which I'm like, ah, uh,
1: maybe a future, a
0: future episode. I
1: don't have that much to say because this girl has been meeting the past month and I've been isolated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm that meme went over a speed bump and whoo, like, I got riddled. <laughs> <laughs> the love, <Yes>. mercy. <laughs> Someone bumped into me and I thought it was. So, <laughs> it was like, yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I I we definitely have to cut this down. <laughs> do not no, I, post. I, don't do not I, post the next episode until I listen to it first. I know cut huge chunks. Huge chunks.
0: Oh my gosh! All right, yeah. Well, I'll send you the file and um, I'll, I'll we let you, you, I'll let you do a whole it out. <laughs> <laughs> Scrap it. We're starting well, from the beginning. I ain't never been it, the loudest in, in the room, the higher the volume. No play Exactly. <laughs> from the, the top people Put from the top. The <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, y'all, I freaking love it. Yo, I feel you um in Portuguese it's called like cadenç. Um like cadenci. Um like I don't even know how to like explain it. I guess it's like being without touch or being without any type of like physical affection you're like yeah. you're, you're like it's still karenchi like i am this thing that just hasn't connected with another <laughs> another force you know <laughs> uh, and so what then it's covid just,
1: well it yeah, was covid yeah uh, but
0: you know it'll be like the most simple thing it'll be like an elbow to like i don't know like I a know. shoulder you know and you're just like oh my gosh Thank you so much. You <laughs> know, exception. like, you, yeah, <laughs> we're well, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like somebody, or, you know, like, uh, I don't know, somebody's like trying to sign a paper and they're doing it on the back of your shoulder and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, this is the most uh, <laughs> the most caring <laughs> connection that I've had with anyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and all they're God. doing is using my back as a table. <laughs> yeah. to write on a piece of paper
1: i mean not like sexually but i mean no no just just like who we are as humans you know yeah 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 Yeah. i mean you have to i mean i I forgot how it's worded but it's like scientifically proven that you have to have human interaction just as human beings like i forgot what the outcome is if you don't but you have to have human interaction
0: yeah makes sense but sure enough that is Gosh. Um well beyond that, I did also want to mention uh, one of the cool things, or I guess on the on the positive sides, you know, since I focused on some kind of uh, things. However, no, on the neither. positives, there were a lot of cool things. I, I was down uh in again present day conception of Walla, Oregon, aka Joseph, Oregon, that area, uh for uh return to um, Sachpa, uh, Yeah, how so did that go? So that seemed like so far so long ago, but <sighs> we haven't
1: recorded since then. I really wish I was there.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, it was so cool. So it happened like just before uh, Chief Joseph days and uh, is uh, where the the, the Nesper's tribe purchased um, a plot of land that's 148 acres and it's just outside of the town of Joseph. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really cool. We like a bunch of people congregated uh, up at the top of this hill where their high school is. And we walked all the way to where this new plot of land um, purchased by the tribe uh, was and it was so cool You know just a bunch of Nimipu and others just like literally Parading through the streets were, we're Walking together people in their ribbon skirts And their beadwork and their moccasins And uh, mm-hmm. there were a couple uh, Horse riders who were in their full Regalia and their horses were in their full Trappings as well and it was just This really cool moment I saw Ty there Ty Simpson getting, getting. Uh, Yeah Um trying to think any other of our quantum theory guests. Uh, I don't think so. Anyways, you know, it was it was so cool. And what was fun was just like you knew that it was going to be a historic moment going into it yet actually walking it, it felt that way because, you know, it's just like here we are uh, a bunch of nimipu and we're literally walking to a reclaimed space in our own homelands uh, and we're shutting down all the the functions of the city, even though the city itself isn't that huge, you know, it's not that big of an imposition. uh, Mm -hmm. It was still really cool to see this mass group of Nimipu walking uh, from one side of town over to this place uh, that, you know, the tribe had to buy back, which, you know, all of that (laughs) stuff. Uh, However, the just being there and being present is just like, oh my gosh, this is a huge thing. Theme.
1: Iconic, yeah. you know
0: um and and it's it's you know uh, an event that we did today yet in 50 years when people look back they're gonna be like oh my gosh remember that thing when people look at the mm-hmm. pictures it's like oh yes it was back in 2021 that you know they got basically 150 acres back and look at what happened you know uh yeah. so that was amazing um being in joseph Again was a trip. I, one of the nights I couldn't sleep. Something was just like itching in my soul. Uh, and so I got up, it was like two, three in the morning and I just walked around. I walked around Joseph. It was a ghost town. So it was strange because again, I was like in the middle of the night, just me, nobody around. Uh, and I was, like, walking down the middle of the street because it just felt like a a Hollywood set, you know? It's, like, a little town with shops and whatnot lining the streets, like Mm -hmm. a little Western place, basically, you know? And it felt so strange because... Um, I felt the connection to earth while I was out there by myself because, you know, it's nighttime, who knows what creatures are out there, you know? Uh, and so I was like, oh, it's literally me and the elements, even though I'm in a quote unquote city yet at the exact same time, it was strange. Like I said, it felt like walking on a set because I was just like, what are these? Like, you know, they have the, the statue of chief Joseph on a corner. They have a statue of a, another, like a native woman or like this, you know, all the different things so it's like they have all the trappings of you know come and look at this uh so that was just kind of strange being like um or i guess walking i i felt comfortable that's the other thing it's like even though it was the middle of the night and all these other things i felt absolutely protected because i was like these are literally the lands of my forebearers. um mm-hmm. you know thousands of years of people who uh have descended down to what we are now are are scattered across this land, you know, they're soaking back into the minerals and everything, you know, their, their spirits mm-hmm. still walk about. Uh, and so it was really cool because even though it was like a quote unquote scary thing, you know, walking in the middle of the night by myself through these spaces, uh, I felt so protected. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that was really cool. It felt like a, an awesome moment of ceremony to, you know, just like walk in quiet and peace among, um, like I said, the, my forebearers. Uh, I have I have a literal family That's buried All across that area And uh So that was cool And uh I guess the encouraging thing that comes out of Joseph days, even though I talk about how much it frustrates me, even the fact that Joseph Morgan is called Joseph. When chief Joseph was literally exiled from that land, he got a 30 day eviction notice. Well, not he like oh, the wow. entire Wallawa band, you know, mm-hmm. they were brought to Fort Lapway. They were given a 30 day eviction notice by general Howard. This happened back in 1877. And then they literally showed up within that month. And they were like, y'all get it got to get out of here you know and that's what led to the quote-unquote Purse war of 1877 uh mm-hmm. which we can probably talk about that in a different episode or whatever yet if you want to know, yeah. hit up google um mm-hmm. it's the one moral is you know so the name of the town itself is joseph oregon uh It's called Chief Joseph Days, this big celebration. It's a rodeo and they have a a native encampment just there next to the rodeo grounds. And I just think it's so crazy because literally Chief Joseph himself was evicted from this place, sent all across the country. And although he even like petitioned uh, different presidents, lawmakers uh, after years after the exile, Um, He was still never allowed to return to his homeland. He was still never allowed to return to the place where his father's bones were buried. Uh, And yet they named that place after him. They have a statue of him in the middle of the town. The entire celebration is named after him. This man that was kicked out and never, ever allowed to come back.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's why he died of a broken heart in Nespelum. You know, in Washington Territory, not even down in Oregon,
2: mm-hmm. was
0: never allowed to return back. And so it just, uh, like I said, every time I go down to Joseph, it really f's with me because you know, again, um, there by uh, uh by old Chief Joseph, uh, he's buried there at the head of the lake on the north side of the lake, and twenty yards down from from where he's buried, there are three different McFarlands. And that's where I come from, the McFarland family. So my family is literally of this place, uh, and so then it, it just it irks me in that way. And one of the things that really fucking stood out, dude, was like we went out one of the nights, uh, and I was standing on the corner, and I had my shell earrings on, which uh, a huge thanks to uh, one of our friends and you know technically relative, uh, uh, Tommy Trey Miles Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause mm-hmm. I had a conversation with him about like two or three years ago and it was really cool. He was talking about his shell earrings and wearing his shells because they're need And I thought about that and I was like, they are. Cause if you look at, you know, old photos, you see these <laughs> men with their big, uh, shells, you know, and they're, they're wearing these big shell earrings and they have a hoop with a shell in it. And it's this big adornment. Uh, and you know, here we are in our modern understandings of the world and it's like, Men wearing big hoops and these big ornate shells, you know, is that masculine? Is it all the things, right? Um, mm-hmm. And just having that one little conversation and him bring that one little thing up, it really struck a nerve in me. And I was just like, "That's right! Like this is very nimipu uh, And so I've been taking it upon myself to establish a shell earring collection, uh, where I'm getting these big ornate shells and I'm starting to wear them. And I remember it was mm-hmm. a Saturday night, and there was like these two like white cowboys. Um, who were mocking me. Like I was standing there on the corner, not doing anything, literally just on my phone. And they like Mm -hmm. came up and they were like mimicking and like holding their hands underneath their ears and like shaking their head at me and going, you know, like literally mocking me to my face. And I was, I just, I just kind of laughed. Right. And then they like were walking up the street and they were still talking about me about, you know, uh, just. Whatever, like joking to each other. And then um, we had to, our group walk past them and we were going uh, into the back area. Like we were, we were going into like a, another establishment and they had like a big back patio with like picnic tables on the outside. Right. Anyway, so we're going and we're entering and those guys were standing outside of the door and they were literally heckling me as I was getting my ID check just to walk into this place. Um, yeah. And they were like, this is America what are you doing here? Uh, Like literally heckling me, um, Mm -hmm. like three feet away. Uh, and it just, it was so crazy to me because I was like, dude, you're not even, this is fucking my home. Like, you know, like, what are you trying to do? Trying to, this is this place and welcome to this place. And you don't know nothing. And I'm like, you don't know nothing, you know? Uh, and it's just funny because or i guess it's not funny i guess the thing about it is that it's a reminder of why the fuck i hate that place yeah i can't because i love it because it's my home i just hate the fucking people who are there and the shit that they do however it's kind of cool because i'm like literally by me just standing here and doing what the fuck i do it bothers you so much that you have Mm -hmm. to like spew hatred uh, yeah. towards me and it, it's just like then that makes me feel good because I'm like literally my existence just bothers you so much it, it shows yeah. like how much of an act of resistance it is that we are still here present and that we're expressing ourselves in the way that we naturally know how and how much it irks mm-hmm. them Yeah. Um. so That's even though it's like a, a pits like experience it also is like bitch you could never and so that felt mm-hmm. kind of good.
1: <laughs> I had a similar experience. I was in McCall. This was years ago, but I was in McCall. I come out, and first of all, okay, it was Saturday. Was it? I don't know. It was a weekend, and one bar just would not serve us. Like he's like, my, oh "My bar," gosh. and I was like standing on like you know, the bar stool where you put your feet. Mm-hmm. So like song comes on, I'm with my cousin and his girlfriend and song comes on. I'm totally just messing. I'm standing on still. I'm on, I'm not on top of the chair. I'm just on the little foot rest. And then he goes, get down. This is my bar. You can't be doing that. This white girl next to me goes, the girl over there was literally just doing the same exact thing. Why are you bothering her? I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like, yeah. you know, I get it. Yep wouldn't serve us all night so get a bartender who does serve her serve us and i tip her like 30 bucks off of just a couple drinks i'm like thank you for serving us yeah. this guy didn't want to service go to the next bar whatever and we're not drinking we're just having a good time yeah you know and so then we go to the next you know just bar. being people
0: just doing yeah, the thing exactly. that people are <laughs> so, supposed to be allowed to do
1: <laughs> exactly so we go to this next place and then afterwards this guy goes i'm this person i was like oh really i was like and he's like this Blonde hair, blue eyes. So I'm just saying, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. all right. Like, so I was like, well, who's your family? He's like, well, I'm with the, with the, um, what did he say? My last name's America and this is our land. And, um, This is our land first, and I was like, "No, this is not your land." And he was like, "Well, we took it from you, took it from you, so therefore, it's ours, or something like that." Uh-huh. Like, literally, it was just like, "Hey, we stole your land. It's not yours. It's ours." Yeah. And so, and I'm fine. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I'm not. You know, there's no point of arguing to a brick wall. So yes, I was just exactly. like, "Well, that's interesting." So then my cousin's girlfriend comes over. I I forget how this is basically a fight just breaks out. And no, I think his my think she punched him or something and so fight breaks out he's like they're jumping my cousin calling him nigger stepping on his foot with the cowboy boot i literally had to punch some dude to get him off of my cousin and it was just a mess and i'm like are you kidding like all of this because your ego your you know racist ego yeah Wants to say, you know, ugly untruth. Like it's just, it's just hatred, you know. Yeah. And it's so annoying to have to deal with, you know. And it's in those moments you realize you can't. It's not worth dealing with. It's like go above them, you know. Yep. Establish businesses, um, you know. Continue having your cultural practices on those lands. Like push them out and reclaim what's already yours. And it's so frustrating and hateful. And you want to get up and retaliate and. You know, F the police and, Mm -hmm. you know, you really want to do the the most because you're so angry. And like I've had all those moments before, like even getting pulled over, having them bring dogs out in my car when I did absolutely nothing wrong. Like there's been a lot of stuff that I've had to deal with. And it's like, and even just from being in our, in our, and that's the most frustrating part is this is our home and we have to deal with this, you know? Yes. So. Gosh. Yeah, and that's why, like, I try to do. I make us as present as possible, whether it's a billboard, whether it's an event, whether it's whatever. It's like, oh no, you're gonna see me, and you're gonna see us. Yes, you know? and yes. And so, it's, I know, I know how frustrating it is, but it's, and especially when you're younger, it's like you immediately want to get angry, but it's like, how do I bring it to the masses' attention and yeah. actually really enforce change? You know, make them feel stupid themselves
0: you know yeah but one of my friends was talking about uh processing through anger and how it's like not ours to keep because I, I remember i said that i was like i'm always so angry i always get so angry about these things you know because you, mm-hmm. you're just forced people you're do. forced to you know yeah. uh and one of the things that she was talking about she was like i always make a joke like i always laugh about it you know and and how we know for us like laughter is medicine you know um and it, how how it heals our hearts and so yeah even in that moment it was like yeah like I was just like, really, you know, and so I just started laughing, you know, I was just like, it's so ridiculous it that these people angry.
2: are, yeah, <laughs> I was like, you're going really out of your way you to do know? all
0: this stuff, you know, and I was like, and I still look fly and I'm still going to switch my hips, you know, and I'm, you know, what? I'm gonna be a little bit gayer and I'm, and you know, and I'm gonna be a little mm-hmm. bit blacker and I'm gonna be a little bit, all the other things, you know, yeah. I'm a A around and I'm a war whoop, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm a be more bold and I'm a laugh in your face. Uh yeah because you can't you could never you know uh so that's been like a nice thing to like process uh because i you know it, again it's just like yeah you, we get so presented with these moments of frustration and things that like just trigger a oh i don't like using that word that can spark um a, a feeling of anger you know and yeah. and all the other things where you're just like you know salon so uh, being mad, you know, the song uh, You Got the Right to Be Mad Uh just, uh when you carry it all alone though, you can let it get in the way so, yeah, just exactly. like those lyrics it's like, gotta find a way to let it go
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, <I laughs> but yeah thank I think you for that's that that's it's just like racism isn't going away anytime soon, Mm-mm. it's not that you allow it necessarily, you can check people where they need to be checked, but it's you can't beat yourself up because cause you're never going to change the mind of racists in that individual moment. Yep. You know, I mean, you yeah. can if you hit them with the right education, of course, but still, yeah. you know, and I think that's how I think about it, how I kind of mentioned in our past shows I'm like, I can't solve racism alone. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you have to pick and choose your battles.
0: Yeah. So, this is what it is. Yep. It also felt really great to come back home after that weekend and watch, uh, like, the finals of the track and field Olympics and just the Olympics in general and seeing all these black bodies, that. like, being yeah. absolute champions and tearing up. It felt so good. Yeah. Uh, you know? And then encouraging each other from, like, different countries, you know? Uh mm-hmm. And I was just like, we had better be out here and just showing out and doing the thing, you know, just like yeah, a full in the face again mm-hmm. uh, and not even working to be that. You know, it's just, you know, out here doing the best that we can. And in that the results are showing these are the people on the podium. Exactly. <laughs> you know?
1: Uh Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel it definitely feels really good. I mean I've been keeping up with it, but obviously I have social media, so (laughs) everything's on social media. But Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's a it's a really good feeling to see black excellence, especially women, black black woman excellence as well. Yeah,
0: it's like full ass like mothers out there doing the things, you know. Um, yeah. anyways, so that, that was the, the round or not round up the, uh, the Joseph experience, uh, was just coming into all that and then feeling the encouragement on the other side, especially like with the last half of the, uh, the Olympics happening and being able to see all that. I don't know. Just, uh crazy yeah. the, the roller coaster that we go through and that's uh that's been my past three weeks
1: <laughs> gosh yeah it's definitely a roller coaster even in your good moments like even when i was at santa fe like literally wrapping up the weekend it was sunday a couple comes to my table a native couple and the nicest you know ask me about my work where i'm from blah 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 really nice people and then all of a sudden she hits me so are you native american and i'm Oof. just like I'm literally sitting here beating in front of your face. You ask me if this is my work. Obviously, this is all my work. My tribe's posted next to my name. So you think I'm just sitting here culturally appropriating, like I'm not native? Like, yeah. And as simple as it is and something we deal with all the time, it's still just, I don't know, it's a, it's, the, it's still that little feeling of, I'm still not accepted by my own, you know? Yeah, And it's so such an irritating feeling to where, like now I think in that moment, I just accepted, like it was such a powerful moment for me to be there. And obviously Mm -hmm. you can't even have a table unless you're, be at a native market without being native. Like you're not even allowed into the, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: It's in the name. It's
1: like, (laughs) exactly. And you're going to sit here and question me. And it was just like, and I think in that moment, I just feel like this is never going to end. Yeah. You know, no matter how many podcasts I release, <laughs> no matter how many statuses I
0: put up. I'm going forward you a, a, an a episode.
1: In, <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it's, it's just something i to have to deal with the rest of my life. Like, I'm not black enough for black people. I'm not native enough for native people. So I just have to be.
0: Enough double enough, Michaela, which, which you are more than enough. It's like,
1: yeah, I'm very yeah. much confident in everything, you know? And it's yeah. like, it's just still one of those moments to yeah. where it's
0: just like, well, that's why I asked it's because I, yeah, cause I, <laughs> I think it was like on, um, uh, all my relations podcast, I believe, or one of those where they were talking, they had like an Indian art market episode. And that was one of the things that, uh, the person was talking about were like some of these like crazy, qu- like you get questioned about your authenticity or just like even the space, how it can sometimes be very like colonial and then like there's a sense of, like, well, how how Native are you? Or, you know, like...
1: Exactly. And that's why I
0: asked earlier. I was like, what were your conversations like? Uh, you they know, They were all
1: good. But mm-hmm. it wasn't until the end of the show when that Native lady asked me, are you Native American? It wasn't until I kind of got a flashback of the whole entire weekend when everyone said, oh, is this your work? Like... And then I was like, it hit me. I'm like, did all those people ask me if this is my work because they thought the same way? But then I'm like, I'm not going to jump to conclusions or make assumptions because I took that way out of my, not vocabulary, but I took that out of my mindset. I don't do Mm -hmm. that anymore. I'm not going to assume things. that just hurts myself. Yeah. But it was just an ugly feeling for a second to where it's like you get tapped back into reality. And I just hate that it has to be my own. It has to do that. You know?
0: Yeah but Yeah, person like it is. yeah. I, I mean, time wise, I also haven't really had time to even think about participating. Plus, pandemic, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, twenty twenty, we got to stop saying. Well, I don't want to say that. It's, well, we it's still there- are
1: because there's a exactly that's a whole another conversation. <laughs> exactly, that's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> <to now. laughs>
0: exactly. Well, that's what I was like, at first, it was super shorthand to be like, oh, and then the pandemic hit yet. Yeah. Now we're it's to the point where it's like, pandemic. oh, I think that just means 2020, you know, no, and <laughs> like,
1: it's so frustrating. It's like we're still in a pandemic, exactly. because, like, keep taking, like, being cautious, like, you still Is it's, it's because they are like, hey, you know what? We're bored. You know, you guys are complaining a lot. Let's just not wear masks. All of a sudden, it's over. We're, we're no, back like, in. Yeah, we have the full over.
0: mandate back here in Washington State. It was effective yeah, Monday.
1: It was only about a month. Ma- okay, yeah, yeah. It's a. It was only a matter of time, and I yeah. knew that as soon as I seen no more masks, I was like, all right, watch. Well, watch. especially and where it happened like, ten
0: seconds after people finally started like mm-hmm. getting into it. You know, even begrudgingly.
1: I'm um, like our numbers about to spike back up. Watch, and we're gonna be on lockdown again. And where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't know. I mean, all you get at the end of the day, and it's like I know people get tired of saying this is our new normal because well, right now it shouldn't have to be. First of all, it shouldn't have to be our new normal. I read a post to today, and it was just like this other person from another country was just disgusted with America because they're like, all these other countries are doing what they can do to stop this pandemic. Like, put your mask on so we can get through this already.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: like, I don't want to say this is our new normal, but because of stupid people who don't want to follow any precautions whatsoever, <laughs> like rednecks, it's just like, we aren't, we're not getting anywhere and things are only getting worse. So it's like, bro, put your mask on, just chill. Like, all you can do is look out for yourself at this point. <laughs> like, it's a man-eat-man world. Oh, yeah, and well, which is the problem,
0: like, you know, our our lack of collective thinking and community yeah. action. and it's
1: like, all you can do, like, really, this this is unfortunately our new normal. So as long as you, you mm-hmm. are doing, you know, as long as you are being cautious, as long as you are keeping your six feet, as long as, long as uh, you're doing all the things that doctors are telling you to do, <laughs> wear a mask, be isolated, stay sanitized up, uh, don't touch your face, like, that's all we can do right now. Yeah. we can't stop everyone else like we can i can sit at home for the rest of my life and people are still like nothing's getting better outside of the door so it's like i'm not gonna not go outside mm. but you have to be able to um be cautious but i don't know COVID's is just annoying it just needs to be done with
0: oh my gosh which you know speaking of posts um yeah that was another thing that somebody talked about was like uh how people say oh like people ruined the world you know uh the earth is, people ruined the atmosphere in the world. It's like actually, um, like, white colonialism and capitalism ruin the world because here we were our indigenous selves (laughs) living in harmony with the earth you know not extracting it for its resources and doing all these things so it's like we need to stop taking this collective blame as if all of us destroyed this thing which in a sense yes because we are human yet at the exact same times it's more so these systems of capitalism uh, and oh uh, yeah,
1: colonialism. I mean, every imperialism.
0: Race, you know, all of every yes, who've
1: been affected by them. Every yeah. race. nobody really wanted to be here. Yeah, and nowadays, until we, we stop were white
0: yeah, <laughs> until <laughs> we and stop white chillin'. capitalism, though, like it, it's yeah. not going to stop the thing. You know, exactly. it's not going to stop affecting our our land uh, and mm-hmm. just the entire you know globe that we live on and how. We're seeing the effects of everything that's going down. It's just like.
1: Yeah. And I'm not uh, trying to blame white people for everything. Not for No matter a, how dramatic a, I am, but like, they're not in charge of COVID. I'm just saying, you <laughs> yeah. know, who knows? I could F around and get COVID, or as soon as I put this bike down, I'm sitting there and be like, Michaela, <laughs> you said it's you.
0: <laughs> Knocking at the door.
1: No, no, as I'm not blaming all white people. I mean. I don't know. Like what they say about cops, it's like we're not all cops are bad, but too many cops are too bad. Too it's the many. same thing with white people. It's not too many. all white people, it's most white people. Too <laughs> it's many. not all white people, it's just too many.
0: Nah. But I don't know. Yeah. We got the good people though in our lives and in our circles and always give thanks for all those people, you know? Yes, we do. Uh and just uh sending out encouragement, hope and prayer for all of those uh that can hopefully uh, you know, Turn their thoughts and their actions for the better (laughs) again to help the collective for all of us
1: yeah the airlines have gotten serious they basically so i get on the plane the other day and they were like everybody um basically just says you must wear your mask Mm -hmm. and it has to cover your nose and your mouth if it's not covering your nose and mouth we will tell you to do so and if you don't do so you will be kicked off the plane and if we're basically already in air as soon as we land you will be arrested. And I'm pretty sure they said arrested, or they said you won't be able to. Basically, there's some bad repercussions. They Dang. said, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, right,
0: lay down the law. Then, did you see the yeah. guy who got duct tape or like taped to the seat because he was like irate? No. On yeah, he was like irate. I guess he was drunk though too. Uh, and they like the the flight attendants literally taped him to the oh, seat. Wow. Uh, and at a certain point, they gagged him. Like they literally taped his mouth shut. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, it was when, all
1: over a man. Bro, and he was just like screaming,
0: mask. screaming the entire time. I want
1: to wear, but if we all wear it, just for uh, however long, however long we need to wear it, we don't gotta wear them again.
0: <laughs> but
1: gosh i'm like curious i'm like how long do you think this really is gonna last like I really mean, is gonna last
0: look i mean every, like we know history repeats itself and we've seen other sicknesses that have swept through the world you know mm-hmm. um different viruses in the 80s there was a major virus and we see how long that took you know it wasn't until in the 90s and in the early 2000s <laughs> where we really felt uh some kind of control. You know, we finally have enough information. We finally have enough ways to start practicing, um, to counteract this thing. Uh, and so, yeah, I really don't know. Then you think of like polio, smallpox, all those other older ones that we didn't like necessarily live through. Uh, yeah. I'm like when, when something does pop up, you know, it's, again ludicrous of us to think that oh within the next six months oh yeah before summer's over we can probably have this thing figured out you know that's what it was march 2020 it's like okay by the fall we'll have this thing settled you know Mm -hmm. uh we're just like oh remember any other sickness that has rolled through and how it's taking taken a, a mass amount of years to even mm-hmm. start to really understand what that thing is and to, to work through it. Uh, and so I just know for me personally in my own like mindset, just being very aware of that, that like, even though we want to be in a place where we don't have to necessarily like, you know, stop our lives so much to think about these things, uh, that is just kind of like the nature of the beast. You know, I, I again, Even though I was only born in the last part of the 1980s, I can only imagine when like HIV AIDS really start hitting, you know, and then just like how you had to walk for years. People didn't know if they could even touch each other being in the same space, you know, Mm. Um, and this went on for years and the entire time people were losing their lives. Families were affected. Uh, And then it's only after those large amount of years and tons of research that finally like now we're at the place where, you know, people there's a thing called undetectable where you can be HIV positive, yet your 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 load is so small that it's undetectable you know you have mm-hmm. a very small percentage of passing it on there's even uh prep it's a whole pill that you can take to prevent contracting hiv aids so now we have all this stuff yet you know it's 2020 this thing really sprouted out and was made, made its huge pre- uh, entrance to the world in like the 1980s 1990s you know mm-hmm. so it's just like that was 40 years ago Whew, crazy to say now 30 to 40 yeah. years ago yet now we have a quote-unquote hold um, yeah. And so that's what I just think of that In regards to Coronavirus Itself I'm just like Again it's another Virus that's coming Through It's sweeping uh, And sure at, at some point Hopefully You know We can mellow This shit out uh, Yet yeah, at the Tell exact him. Same time Just being like
1: Are you recording?
0: Yeah Were you not? Oh I'm not recording The Zoom call oh, I'm recording I Our audios okay. you, I, I panicked There for a second no
1: just said because normally i just yeah because normally had the Zoom and going i didn't too. see the flashing red yes. light and i was like wait a second yeah we're my not heart recording stopped
0: Zoom. my heart literally <laughs> stopped sorry. if anything I'm we would have had a good conversation between no, us no that's
1: okay i know exactly right it which which would have been to be everyone totally else to be like okay you know what just so me.
0: you know we we did talk about things um we're just not going to talk about it again so just know that it was good hopefully <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it just scared me. And I was like, wait. Then I, as you were, once I realized there was no recording, like red light, I was like, wait, Siri didn't tell me I was being recorded. I was like, (laughs) tell him. (laughs) Yep. I know, because it always does it, because that warning at the top. It randomly just hit me. Well, good
0: thing you brought it up. As long as you have your audio on your side, yeah?
1: I hope
0: so. I know. I just checked yeah, mine. Mine's going okay. Look it. The universe is working to work with us. We, we, look, we we got the true stuff. <laughs> We're me good. For
1: a <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I was not Oh my gosh. I mean, oh. I guess it wouldn't
0: matter. I feel you. Well, I mean, <laughs> this conversation that. was the most
1: like. <laughs> i don't even know how to explain it. realistic yeah. it literally feels like someone like we're sitting somewhere and someone just snuck a mic
0: and, uh,
1: to right. our table and then they're gonna put it on their podcast right. also like we
0: weren't challenged with uh like internet stuff usually that's like as oh, soon as yeah. we start recording it's like blip, this is blip, a first. Blip, you know this is a first. Um, so yeah it helped us to feel that ease or it's just like oh yeah easy days. Well then too, I know for me, it was on my heart because I was just like, we hadn't talked in a few weeks. And I was just like, "Ooh, I, I want to I you know? uh, like, I wanna talk to Michaela about this. You know, like, oh, I want to talk to Michaela about this. Oh, I want to talk to Michaela about this. And then it got to the point where it's like top of this week. And I was like, oh, that window, oh that my window. gosh. <laughs> I was like, "All these <laughs> things I'm holding on to. Uh- no, and
1: that's fine. Like I said, I like when we have some of these conversations. I know some people are going through the same thing, you know. But that's one thing I was worried about because I was like, we haven't spoken so long. Yeah. I was nervous It was just if it was going to be too casual like this, or at least me anyway, yeah. or I'm like, or should I write out? Because I originally planned on getting home like an hour before okay. and was going to write out okay, this is like just bullet points of what I went through, the, like what I did the last few weeks, yeah. and just having other little bullet points of what to touch on, and then just keep it at that. Yes. But then I had to run my errand, and that all went out the window and I was like, well, I'll just sit here and have a conversation with you. <laughs>
0: Let we ass, did so, like. exactly.
1: I felt like it could have been so much better if we didn't have, if we weren't recording. Like I felt like I would have opened up and spilled so much more. Yes. To where we could have had a real, genuine conversation, but it was like I don't know. It was like the crate challenge, right? Where it's where like I'm speaking about something, I got a little wobbly, I almost got a little too personal, challenge. and then I stayed on top. And then, <laughs>
0: I don't know, I don't know yeah. I don't Well know. hey, at least you went up and back down successfully No face plants or nothing <laughs> like that uh, Yeah. Oh man,
1: I don't know We'll have to see about this one Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> either way Yes, do you I do go appreciate out
1: Friday.
0: Yes, I go out of, I'm actually headed to McCall um, So you mentioned that place earlier mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where I'll be going And, and where are you headed? Puerto Rico come on PR yes yeah, so
1: why didn't do anything better. for my birthday and that's right
0: oh my gosh I didn't even get to sing you happy birthday and it's been like almost okay. a full month now <laughs> it's literally been what 24 days
1: that's what I'm saying it feels like oh it's been my because I, I think the week before I, yeah because I remember I was like next week, week I'll
0: come back and I'll sing her happy birthday and yeah. here we are now it's the 25th
1: because I think we recorded that week of and then my birthday was a Sunday the
0: mm-hmm. first yes
1: and so but yeah I didn't do anything I and it was so serene I literally did nothing (laughs) and it was nice I just took all the love in from everybody wishing me happy birthday and calling me was just present, did what I normally did, and, like, ordered a massive amount of Chinese food, and yes. called it a day. And I was, like, fine, but I booked a trip to Puerto Rico for <laughs> aftermarket. Come so, on. I'm leaving tomorrow morning, so I still have to pack and do laundry and eat and all that other stuff, which is very normal for me. <laughs> Leave out of here about 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and Go chill on the beach. That's all I'm thinking about is plantains in the beach. <laughs>
0: Yum. Yes. Food
1: in the beach and I'm straight. But I have to really, I know I'm going to have to force myself to relax and make it a vacation because okay. I've been in go, go, go mode. Yeah. It's like, do I take a beating project with me or do I not take a beating project yeah. with me? Because um, I always have to be doing something. Yeah. And I'm one of those person, although I'll be on, dep- on, on depression, Although i will be on <laughs> vacation. When I'm home, let's say I wasn't on vacation and I don't work and I try to just have a me day or me two days or whatever. I can't do it because I literally do get depressed if I'm not working. Mm. Like, I don't know. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to because we're there. I'm there until Tuesday. So that's kind of a long time. So I'm like, maybe I should bring a little bit. I mean, I can't stop myself from working regardless. Like I find joy in it. Okay. but I'm still debating. I'm like, should I take beads with me? But it's weird. I get like separation anxiety from my beads. <laughs> like, right. when I don't be for too long, I'm like, I haven't created.
0: <laughs> Start Jonesing, hands are all shaken.
1: and I'm going to be in a whole other country.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, like okay, well, Puerto Rico yet again. I'm I'm excited for uh, any possible uh, amazing photographs of uh, Michaela Thompson and yet so. another amazing, uh, equally amazingly beautiful uh, environment showing out as uh, you so naturally <laughs> and uh, in. Thank you. In.
1: this is how I've looked for the last month <laughs> like, no makeup hoodie literally look like I crawled out of a
0: hole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, chilling with but no we'll makeup see. on that's a neither what, what does Drake say uh, from Sweat way pants, back hair
1: high, So hair tied no with no makeup, no makeup on. on that's
0: a you pretty I hope that you don't, you take, don't it take it wrong, it
1: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know and guys tell me that the time and I'm just like bro like do you just not want me to see other men or like are you just complimenting me right now like and that was the the guy that I was seeing he would he would never compliment me when I'm like fully dressed hair done makeup did new dress like but then you would compliment me when I look like this. Like, What are you, are you really serious? trying to are say? You just trying to, exactly. Is this, are you being
0: sarcastic right now? Like, right? Oh, my gosh. Well. Oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the last conversation, which I so much enjoyed. It's been so good laughing with you again and it seeing has. your face. I don't think again. I laughed
1: this much in a long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I said, I was literally holding these things. I was just like, man, I need to talk to Michaela. Yeah, and I even felt guilty same. trying to talk to other people. And I was like, you know what? I want to save this for Michaela and then I would like start to be like well what do I do I wish I had those
1: moments I have I've had no life (laughs) to have that experience
0: my whole thing is I want to talk to
1: Kellen I miss him very much but there's nothing I have to say (laughs) like I have nothing to talk
0: about look something will come out i just know just get me in the space and it'll happen basically yeah?
1: Gosh, i feel like I, that's the hard thing with being an artist is you're obviously your work is isolated and when it comes down to crunch time like you're really isolated because yeah. you oh, choose to yeah, be because you yeah. want to get your work done exactly like when i'm around other people or i haven't talked to them for a while i talk way too much i realized <laughs> and i did that to my mom and i'm like Talking for like I don't know how long, and I just stop. I'm like I'm so sorry, I've just talked your ear off. Because you can tell when someone gets ear <laughs> is irrit- starting to get like yeah. you know yeah. what's the word like, mm, not like basically antsy, just tired irritated. Of- yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, where they're starting so, to feel, like, that, energy ir- but but
1: feel like, that energy shift. You feel that energy shift.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so restless There's like, a better word.
1: <laughs> and so I'm like talking to my mom. I'm like. I can tell she's, like, barely, basically not even listening anymore. And so, and I'm just like, shoot, I'm sorry. I totally just talked to ear off. I haven't talked to anybody in, like, weeks like, or in days. And I feel like sometimes when I do this show, I feel the exact same way. Like, I'm just talking and talking and talking. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't talk to anybody. Like, not because I don't want to. Don't get me You're wrong. Like, I have people just... to talk to. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. Yep, Exactly.
0: <laughs> the way that I've been sequestered, it just, it literally has physically <laughs> made it incapable yeah. to, to talk to other people in these moments. Yeah, because yeah. you, you just get
1: so motivated and tapped into your artwork yep. and like all you're thinking about is your work. And it's not yes. like you don't have anybody to talk to. You can easily pick up the phone, but yeah. you don't yeah. because you're so tapped in all to your things. work. All the things.
2: Uh well uh, I
1: well, thank you for your, your... Show from two ba- crazy beaters. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> two crazy
0: artists. Yep, <laughs> Doing it though that's that's the good thing. Again, taking a brain yep. child and now we've created a whole thing. So, yeah, yeah, thank you for for sharing all your stuff and again it's so awesome to see your face and mm,
1: yeah. Thank you. Next week, well, yours too. Next week. We'll
0: have a topic. <laughs> yeah, yes. We Which we didn't even touch on reservation dogs. Place. Yo, that's I a whole thing right there. Too. Yeah. I almost brought it up. I'm like, nope. Yeah, Don't shit. even try it. Yep. <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> we're we're too deep. Don't it. even go I for thought it. About it. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Michaela, just shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let that one go. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, oh my weird. gosh. All right. Well, boom. There we go. We have we have, a, we have a potential topic for next week. Boom. All right, let's do it. Awesome. (laughs) See you next time.
1: (laughs) We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew. Simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout-outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantum theory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Heknu See you next time.